0: Hello, everybody, to another episode of The Key Items Podcast. That means this is your Southern Fried Podcast located down here in Georgia of the Americas, where we talk about nerd media and shit in the industry. Um... Mm. A lot has been happening. Um, multiple weeks, as you guys have probably heard. Um... This week, for our key items, is going to be a little bit more, I guess, relaxed. There's not much. Oh, actually, there's there's always thinking involved on my podcast. I don't allow stupid people on my podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, stupid people make me itch. Uh, <laughs> and um, actually, yeah, they, they really do. I get really angry when people just don't know things. Now, don't 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 get it confused everybody. if you don't know something, I don't get angry at people who don't know. I get mad when people don't know but act as if they do. Um, it's the worst thing you can ever do in life um, but so coming back to the podcast, I'm your host James and as always to my right, there's Dustin Dustin say hello to the people. Hello, people. And in his dirty, filthy little corner, there's the corner goblin,
1: Arnold,
2: the one and only Trash Man.
0: He keeps calling himself Trash Man, but we all know he's a corner goblin. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Normally, I'm like, oh, excuse me for talking about politics on a podcast. One, I'm not going to say that anymore because. I should never have to excuse myself for talking about things that are happening. But, luckily for me, politics has been inching its way into games and nerd media. Well, they always have. But they've been, like, up in arms lately doing stuff that's just stupid. Um, a lot of the news lately that we've been reading and hearing about. So, what I'm going to do, we're going to jump into our next topic area, which is known as the next issue. Um, next issue, as everyone knows, is the news portion of our podcast. Now, I'm I think Arnold well Arnold always has a lot of news because when I decided to to distribute the people who get in what area of topics, I was like, Oh yeah, Arnold gets news. And I was like, Well, that means Arnold gets literally everything. Like industry news because there's always something happening. Um, I'll do mine real fast because I think mine is quick. There's not too many crazy reveals coming out. Um, Some stuff is Future Thoughts that's going in. But yeah, I'll, I'll do mine. So mine is always like game releases are just like releases in general, typically outside of like anime and comics, which is typically Dustin's. Um, um So one big thing is on August 22nd, there will be a reveal of the new suicide squad game at the dc fandom event which mm-hmm. the fandom event is supposedly supposed to be like dc's like internet con um mm-hmm. where they talk about stuff they're wanting to do uh i don't know if it's going to be worth anything but it's going to get a big blowout I don't know what DC's thing is with Suicide Squad lately, but they need to stop it. Like, Suicide Squad is everywhere, and it's not that good. Like, you're basically using it as a vehicle to let Deadshot and Harley Quinn get more attention. That's that's what I feel it is.
2: Don't you know that makeup got makeup of the year?
0: What? Who got makeup of the year?
2: Well, there's, like, I don't remember what it was, but, like, Harley Quinn's, like, makeup person... Or, like, the makeup was, like, won an award or something kind. For Birds of Prey? No, for Suicide Squad. The second Suicide Squad? The one that...
3: Or the, bad that way. the bad the one. The bad one? Yeah, yeah that's
2: Birds of Prey. That's Birds of Prey, yeah. For... No, 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 no. not the second one. The first one.
0: Okay, I, the first one. Okay. No, I think it's Birds of Prey. Because now that Arnold, you mentioned it, I remember your sister, like, talking about how ridiculous that was. Mm. And I think it's true. I think it is Birds of Prey. Mm. Which is really stupid. I think people think that any kind of makeup is good makeup. Because movies do CG so much. Like, if we, if people are starting to be artists again and do actual work on their films, people are like, oh, bravo. Like, you know how, like, microtransactions are so embedded in gaming? When you take them out, everyone claps. When it's mm-hmm. like, that's what you should have been doing anyway. Yeah. Um, wow, that's amazing. Um, I forgot that. Now that Arnold's reminded me of it, that makes me sad. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. It's going to be done by Rocksteady, I think, which is are the people who um, did the Batman Arkham series, which would normally be good praise. But they kind of like near the end of the the series of the Arkham games, like it got kind of ridiculous Um, and they weren't putting out as best video games as they could. So who knows? I don't know how a Suicide Squad game would be. Um, Hopefully they don't make it multiplayer. Because then everyone's going It'll to be. want to play Harlequin. Oh, what did you say? This? Yes, said it, it will be. It yeah. will be. And there's going to be nothing but Harlequins. Um, <laughs> just going, just spamming. Like, Mr. J! Um, over and over again. So, okay, but that's that. That's what's coming out then. Um, Pikmin 3 um, Deluxe is out for Switch currently. So if you're a big Pikmin fan, it's the game where you play as the little space people and you get the little plant aliens and they help you build your little tiny ships. There's It has a pretty dedicated fan base, a small fan base, but a dedicated one. Um, it is currently out. So the Deluxe Edition has a lot of fixes in it and some stuff like that. And it's been somewhat positively like received as far as the release. But what's really funny to me is that Nintendo fans do this a lot. Is that, like, they will complain about the smallest things. And I think a lot of fans will complain about a lot of things. But, um, like, a lot of people were like, oh, this is great. Pikmin 3 Deluxe is out. But I really wish we heard more news about Pikmin 4. And I'm like, motherfucker, there's a virus out. Like... I'm sorry that you live (laughs) in the Americas where people don't know how to use their brains and everyone's just like, oh, we got to stimulate the economy by going out and getting everyone infected again so that they can't work and then pay for things in the economy. Um, Like other countries are trying to function by also social distancing. So like um, Japan is probably not going to be doing that if they can help it. Um, and, And there are countries that are opening up, but they're doing it in a much more like regulated in methodical way which is what you should do during you know a viral outbreak um so yeah pikmin 3 coming out not coming out is out everyone's very happy about that um fall fall guys i always want to say fallout guys Whenever I say, <laughs> oh, when I say "Fallout guys," um, Fallout guys is currently released, and I've heard very positive things about this game.
2: It's cute. yeah, I've seen I've seen gameplay of it. This shit looks fun.
0: It's cute. I, I wouldn't pay money for it, but it's cute. Um, I would pay like fifteen, twelve dollars for it. Not, I'm not paying twenty dollars for that. But like, it is a cute game done by the Devolver Digital people. Devolver Digital, if you don't know, is one of the best indie game creating um, publishing companies out there. Um, a lot of my favorite games in the last five, 10 years are from Devolver Digital. Um, they're one of the few very aware companies. And when I mean aware, they don't do it like ironically aware. Like, it's like, oh yeah, we do games. Like they they know about the topics and issues in the gaming industry and stuff like that and all that crap. So it is always refreshing to see one of their games and play them. Fall Guys has... i get the microtransaction issue out of the way first. It has microtransactions. That is a problem to me, and that's why I don't want to pay for it. It should be free-to-play, if I'm honest. Um, but how it works is that they make you purchase... If you want to buy a costume set, there's a top and a bottom set. So you have to do microtransactions twice for one full costume. Um now, of course, if you're a good lawyer and a good PR person, you're going to say, "But that's because people can mitch match all their things that they want," and it's like you can still give that functionality to people without um, charging for two different pieces. And also, you shouldn't have a premium price up front if you're going to have microtransactions like that, like because I think people don't, I think people think that cosmetics aren't important in video games. Um, I think that's not true i think cosmetics are greatly important for like individuality making your character feel like your own particularly in games like fall guys where everyone has the same static face um but then also on the flip side let's say you don't like stuff like that let's say you play single player games and and in the game you're like oh i can get all this like costumes and stuff like that on my characters but i don't want to because it doesn't look right that still means cosmetics matter to you because you want to keep the original artistic vision that is already prepared by the creators. So either way you cut it, whether you want it or whether you don't, like, it matters. Um, and if you're going to charge people for microtransactions, you should probably not give a premium price up front. But that's my personal take.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. I, don't I can agree with that because yeah. you're paying, if you expect people to buy the stuff for the microtransactions,
0: And that should cover the cost of the game. Yeah, it really should. And Fall Guys, from what I've heard, has gotten astronomical amounts of people on their servers. Like, to the degree that the servers are chugging and, like, they got to fix them. So, they're making their money back. Um, And I think there's a false assumption that the gaming world has put into a lot of players and people's heads. Is that, like developers need all this DLC and microtransaction money. And we've said this again and again, and if you pay attention to the gaming industry, you know this, but they don't need it. Like, the developers don't need it to produce the games that they get. Um, The thing is that most companies that do this a lot is that they have investors and committees that want them to make more money than they're already making. So let's say you make $3 million off your game. It took you... I don't know, $800,000 to make it. So you've already made your money back quite a lot. But your investors want you to make like, you know, six million. More money. Right. You they want didn't more. didn't make enough million. You didn't make enough. And that's been said for several video games in the past where they have made blockbuster games, but they haven't made enough money. And that's why you get these like, Um, these um, as we always call them like the the Oscar bait games you get these because they're guaranteed to make enough money for your investors guaranteed Um, it's also part of the reasons why I I hate them (laughs) Um, so yeah so Fall Guys though um, is from what I've heard a really fun game you just play with a bunch of people and you are all trying to race or do certain obstacle courses and stuff like that and you can screw with each other and that's it.
2: Like it's it's kind of like a like I don't want to say like Ninja Warrior or something, but like uh-huh. it's kinda like those kind of obstacle courses where you compete with other players to get to the end. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's a big obstacle course and it's very colorful. There's a lot of colors, it's very pretty. Um, it looks good. It you know what? It looks like a Nintendo game. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, it's not a Nintendo game, it is for PlayStation four and the pc um but it looks like uh oh that reminded me of some news i need to put down um <laughs> it, it is it is very much a nintendo looking game it looks great i think the game's cool um so if you're looking for a game where you can play with people but you don't have to play with people fall guys is definitely your buck being spent on the game, anyway. Um, so, um, <laughs> moving forward, two other pieces of news on my end: Street Fighter Five. One has a free weekend. By the time you've heard this, it won't be free anymore. <laughs> but like, um, Street Fighter Five has a free weekend, and um, Dustin alerted me to this because I have Street Fighter Five is dead to me. Uh, <laughs> but um, oh no, they're releasing it. Its, it was done so poorly. I just. I can't support a game that does that. Um, Street Fighter V is releasing four other characters um, in their last season. Um, Dan. Everyone knows Dan. Basically, he's Ryu, but pink and silly. Um, Rose. At this point, everyone should know Rose. She's the telekinetic kind of psychic mystic woman with the... um, The uh, scarf. The scarf. Yeah, thank you. I was like, what's the word? The scarf. She's always known for a scarf. Um, Oro, that weird demon-looking old man... Yeah, um, and then
3: now, now he doesn't have what now. It seems like he doesn't have one hand like tied up. Now he's carrying a turtle at all times, so that his hand is occupied. <laughs> oh
1: yes, <laughs>
0: which is like, which I which I guess is them trying to occupy space. Um, yeah, is, uh, it's art- also
3: Oro always being Oro, where like he's so good, he just has to do something. He he puts like an
0: artificial handicap on himself to mm-hmm. make things more enjoyable. Uh uh-huh um and then finally um kizama akira is coming she is a character from um, rival schools for those of you little babies because like even in the fighting world i don't think a lot of people know rival schools but like for you children rival schools was a game that i actually really thought was neat back as a kid you literally were like school characters and um you just it's very you, anime very anime um um kazama akira she looks like a mix of like um major kusaragi kusanagi and um what's that girl that anime that everyone loved but the, the movie everyone loved but i think is garbage um anime girl big eyes oh uh, uh, battle battle angel, battle angel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Alita, like, she looks like a combination of those two characters. Um, short hair, biker girl, she looks cool. Her design is neat. I like her design. And, and Alita actually has a really good design, too. I thought the movie was bad, but the design of the character is really good. And it's a very, like, late 80s, early 90s style. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so these fighters are released on Street Fighter. Um, and or they're coming. Or they're, they're coming. Online over
3: like 2 years it's sort of ridiculous. Yeah,
0: they're coming because that's how Capcom. Like Capcom puts out decent games but their microtransaction BS is well it's BS. Like yeah, it they is. they got to stop. Um Street Fighter is is a shell of what it was. And um but yeah, so those are coming out and then finally um I thought of this while I was talking about stuff at microtransactions. Um for those of you who don't know the Marvel Avengers game is coming out soon. Um mm-hmm. that has all the Avengers in it. Yada yada yada. And I heard this from um Jim Sterling. But um apparently Spider-Man will only be on the PlayStation version and not the Xbox or PC version.
1: <laughs> Which
0: Well, why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know that's horrible.
2: I'm thinking of all the people who won't get to play Spider Man. Why? But I say this big... as a person who's not even buying that fucking game. Why is Arnold turning into a Sony elitist
0: right now? <laughs> like, what is this? This is never a good thing. Um, because okay, like, true. All you Sony people listening right now are probably like, yeah, my dick got hard hearing how, <laughs> like, like, like. Actually, I'll be more fair to everyone. Your nipples got hard.
1: <laughs> um, and then,
0: like, like, because oh my goodness, we get Spider-Man. It's not that you're getting Spider-Man. It's just that they're taking Spider-Man from everybody else. And the the game is created by Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix. It's not them doing it. It's Sony doing it. Um, because Sony owns the property of Spider-Man. And Here's the thing. People don't know how much of a shitty company Sony actually is. Because everyone that knows Sony just thinks the PlayStation. No, Sony is a hardware manufacturer. And everything else they have sucks. Like, it does. It's just shit. They'd die as a company if they didn't have the PlayStation. And so they're known for hoarding a lot of things. One of them is Spider-Man because it's the only financial property that they really have that's next to the PlayStation because... Like, think about it. That's the superhero everyone knows that doesn't know superheroes. Like, it's Spider Man, at least for Marvel. Um, I think more people know Spider Man than they know Wolverine. And in um, and, and the grander scheme, when you start getting the comic book stuff, like, people, like, they're like, what you mean? Yeah, okay. But um, it's to the degree that I talked with Arnold's brother the other day, and him, um, him and, uh, was it, I don't think it was Arnold, too, but like, at least his brother. He didn't know that Spider-Man, strength-wise, was so low-tier. He thought Spider-Man was, like, in the top ten physical. Oh, no, I think I
2: was in that. Well, I, I was in the car when y'all were talking okay, about Okay, okay, okay. But, like,
0: he thought that. And this isn't a bash on him, but it just shows how popular Spider-Man is, where people are just like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man's, like, top ten strongest superheroes in Marvel, right? And I'm like, he's not even, I think he's, like, in the bottom 30. <laughs> he can only lift, like, a ton, what happens when everyone in the marvel movies
3: except for like three characters are just normal normal like (laughs) normal really really good at what they do people exactly
0: and so there's a big misconception about that but i I bring all this up to say how popular spider-man is and that sony is doing this to try to make sure that they get more sales on the playstation but it's like dude like your playstation 4 is on its last leg it's about to be replaced by its its younger brother and, um, like, just let people have Spider-Man. Like, what's wrong with you? It's like a kid. Oh, you know, the... probably happened, by the way,
3: uh-huh. is that, like, in like six months, they'll be like, hey, Spider-Man for the other consoles, DLC. Can right. Get
0: yeah, they'll <laughs> do some bullshit like that. And it's very much like a kid on the playground. Like, like you're playing toys with them and it's like everyone has agreed that this character has now died it seems fair and everything but that kid is so like about his character and he's like no and he like picks up his toy and he's like i'm going unless the rules change for me that i like i'm taking my toy and i'm going and that kid usually has like the, the hidden base that you guys need for your character or something like that. <laughs> and so he lifts up his base, and then you're just left with your toys. And he was like, I thought we were having fun, but you're a bastard, and you just left with your toys. Um, this has happened quite a lot in my life. <laughs> I wondered um, if this was... Oh, I knew kids who had some cash, and they would bring their really cool stuff, and we all would be playing. And like, someone somewhere, I don't know oh my character just punches your character and then they would be like no my character can't be harmed and we're like well all of us are getting harmed they're like no and then they pick up their little turtle base and they leave and i'm like well well fuck (laughs) i guess we'll make a turtle base out the sandbox um (laughs) so like it's very much that oh sorry
3: what you're saying is that's that's Sony, basically? With yeah, this
0: situation. That's Sony, and also I think what's important is people may not understand this: is that Sony is now charging the PC and the Xbox people extra money for half of a game, like not half, but like they're missing like a portion of the game. Yeah,
2: a quarter of the content basically.
0: Right, and that means you're losing a whole quarter of content, but you're paying the same price. And I know Sony fan people will say, "Well, you know, other companies have." Like stuff like that. And it's like, no, 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 no. And IP is different from you buying out like a property from something else. Sony didn't create Spider Man. It's not like Zelt, it's not like Link or like Mario and Nintendo. Like, you don't expect Disney to let other people use Mickey Mouse, right? (laughs) Like, because they thought of them and created them, and that's their thing. Spider Man was just purchased with money. Um, And, you know, it is how capitalism works in this country, um, which should be telling to everybody that that's not good. Um, I, am sure people will say, no, that's fine. Um, you don't read too much clearly, but like, um, it's very much not like, it's not okay. In my book, I feel particularly for a video game that has all the other Marvel characters, um, that they should allow Spider-Man, but it's Sony. Sony is very insecure in itself. That's why they do stuff that they do. Um, and that's why they get talked about on the podcast the most out of all the companies. They're the most unconfident about themselves. They're the guy with the flashy car because he's not sure of his penis. Um, Hmm. But yeah, that's my news. Um, Who would like to go next?
2: I'll go, um... I I have a bit of a lot of news, Dustin. Do you have a lot of news too? I have just a little bit, so I'll save mine to the end
1: Okay. okay. Go ahead,
2: so I want to go ahead and start with what everyone's talking about, the the walking cheeto, and his uh, executive orders to ban transactions with Tencent.
0: That's Donald Trump for everyone who's like just
2: not sure. <laughs> yes, I call him a walking cheeto because that man is, You do call is him fucking...
0: like a cheeto a lot.
2: Yes, that's what he is. Anyways, uh, on August sixth, two days ago, uh, United States President. Donald Bump uh, signed an executive order that would prohibit transactions between Americans and Tencent, which is supposed to take effect on September 20th. On my birthday? hmm On the holiest day of this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is going to be doing shit on the greatest day. Oh, my... I didn't know that. I'm more invested in this now. I was already invested in this. <laughs> like... <laughs> like Uh, Now it's a personal attack attack on me as an American citizen. I pay my taxes. pay quite a lot this year, actually. Like, I'm like, what is this? Oh my god. I hate him so much as a
2: human being and a person.
0: Um, What were you going to say, Arnold?
2: Um, Apparently this also uh, coincides with a similar ban for Americans having transactions with the tiktok owners bite dance mm-hmm. but there has been an update for this um for more of like the wording uh, apparently the um, the executive order will not affect any video game companies that are partially owned or wholly owned by tencent it's supposed to like it's really just supposed to um restrict a i'm assuming is a like a communication app called wechat Mm-hmm. i heard that yeah, so it's mainly for that. So, like, for those who don't know, Nintendo is uh, partially owned by Tencent. Uh, Riot Games is 100% completely owned by
0: owned Tencent. Tencent. Uh,
2: nothing really should be happening with those companies. It's just really for WeChat. So Nintendo is partially
0: owned by Tencent? I thought they had a partnership with Tencent.
2: Uh, it might, yeah, you know what? You might be right. It might be a partnership.
0: Okay, I don't know. But um, that would be surprising to me. But, so... Okay, so coming back to the Tencent part, regardless of if they're partially owned, fully owned, whatever it is, does anyone not feel that this is a very big, like, this is an apt term, a very big red scare thing from Trump when it comes to stuff? It feels that way to me. It's like... He claims it's, it's for a, security, but they did that too with the Russians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's friends. But uh, I feel like it's
3: a, it's a election season thing like it's just something for him to target. I mean not that China
0: is like, you know, this great country Oh no.
2: I but I What do you mean our Lord over there in
0: China is doing great work. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) Arnold, do not call someone else your lord when Donald Trump could hear you.
1: Oh you're right.
0: (laughs) You know he thinks the presidency is like a fucking monarchy. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
3: Yeah, I agree that it's like
2: is it true yeah. that he, he wanted to delay the election this year? Oh yeah, that's true. Oh my fucking god, I heard about that, but yeah, I don't think it was. Safe true. to open schools, but not safe to vote uh, yeah, them. man. I want all these fucking kids to get sick, but because I don't want my presidency to end. he
0: wants the children to get sick so they won't vote against them. <laughs> and it's not even all of them. Only like the eighteen year olds can vote. So it's like Oh my goodness. Um but no, what Dustin was saying, um, like I do not think China is the greatest place. Like, as far as, not as the people. Yeah, I was joking, by the way. But not as the people, (laughs) not the people in the culture. That part is fine. It's the government. The government and how they are. But neither one, ours is not good at all. Um, It's actually getting, trying to get rid of its own checks and balances. Anyway, um, but on the flip side, it also feels very red scare. Because it's like, like what we did when it came to the Cold War. It's like... Like Dustin said, it's like this weird political drive to like, look what I'm doing. Like, I'm I'm going up against the Chinese government. And it's like, bruh, you like keeping them from using, like, their software for their video games. Like, sure, say what you will about that. You can have your own personal take on that. But, like, we took money from them. And we, almost all of our action movies were designed to make them happy. So like cuz i don't know if people have noticed this a lot of the action movies for the last like 5 6 years they go to china at some point or there's yeah, a very... or they get help
2: from china yeah, yeah ben- venom very is very popular in china
0: yeah or are like there's a there's a person of chinese origin or connection that's really good like okay i looked at the um the mission impossible was it fallout movie pretty good movie um I, I love Mission Impossible movies, but like, um, there's a scene where there's a a Chinese guy, and they need to like just they just really just need to knock him out. Like he's supposed to be this business dude, and this does not help the stereotype at all. He's supposed to be this business dude, and they find him in a bathroom, and they try to like knock him out. This dude beats up like um, what's the Superman guy? What's his name? Um, uh, Henry Cavill. Right. Our okay. Captain however you pronounce his name yeah that guy that he beats up him and Tom cruise character both who are physically in shape and are masters of martial art he beats them both up in the bathroom yeah. scene and like Hen- henry cavill is like huge just a big dude they punch him they sedate him they sedate he gets up and kicks their ass and it's just like I'm like, first off, I thought he was a business dude. Why does he know Kung Fu? Second off, no matter how much Kung Fu you know, I think they are hitting you with the door. Like, shouldn't <laughs> you I think the only way they stop him is that a, um, uh, one of the female leads runs in and, like, shoots him. Like, I think a bullet literally has to take him down. And I was just sitting there, and I was like, well, the Mission Impossible movies are very popular in China. And this is a Chinese character. And he just kicked their ass. And it's fine. Like, if you want to do that. But I just find it really weird where it's like, okay, dude. It's like, don't act like China is not your enemy. And I think, like Dustin's saying, it's because of COVID. He keeps calling it the Chinese virus. And it's like, you are not helping out at all. <laughs> this whole video. I just woke oh. up. So, um, this uh-huh. is a side,
3: side interrupt there. No, go that ahead. That apparently, um, it doesn't look good either when Google has been trying to acquire TikTok in the U.S.
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. So suddenly it's like, hey, here's a big incentive to sell your U.S.
0: portion to Google. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Google is not a good place to sell anything to. Um, they'll I, be like, hey, this is great. And then in like six months,
3: they'll
1: be yep. like,
0: you're
3: closing TikTok.
0: <laughs> Google is like a, a well-intentioned person with like ADD. And I don't mean this offensively. It's just like You want to do something and you're like, well, I'll forget about it. And then you'll go do something else. And that's fine. But when a company's doing it, you're talking about money, people. And it's just like you're letting things die. Um, Google is definitely that. Um, I don't love Google, but I don't hate Google. But I will admit when Google is doing something stupid, and that's one of those stupid things. They let everything die. Um, Now, after having said this, my my feed is probably going to be filled up with Google projects that succeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's how Google works. Um, but, yeah. Okay, Arnold, what else you got for us?
2: Okay. Um, apparently, Apple is blocking Project Stadia and... No, not Project Stadia. Projects x and Stadia because they can't review every game, apparently, that's going to come into their stores. Um, yesterday... Uh, Microsoft like had bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yesterday Microsoft has an, uh, canceled their iOS tests for xCloud uh, over a month earlier. Uh, the testing was um, reported that it was only limited to one game and 10,000 users. And for some reason, Apple, I mean, I don't, I mean, look, man, it's their software, I guess. They can say whatever they want, that they want games they want on their, on their um, phones and stuff. But I, that's just weird.
0: Apple is just the Sony of the phones.
2: <laughs> That's true. You know what? Oh no!
0: You she know
2: what? From another company. Well you know, you know what? what?
0: Sony's <laughs> making a
3: phone now. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna
0: say, Dustin?
3: I said, Apple's sitting there. Like, if
0: you were, if you get to play those games from other companies, you might realize our games suck. Oh wow. uh, yeah. Like actually, Apple is the worst parts of Nintendo and Sony. Like it has the child like baby. This is my stuff nature of Sony, and then it has the like we do weird stuff with our technology. That's like Nintendo and things don't always work. But unlike Nintendo, they don't they don't improve anything. <laughs> they just keep going down that hole. Um it's
2: yeah, it sounds like Apple to me. That sounds about yeah. like them. That's- Apparently commissioned a, a study for its defense saying that the digital market places need rules and governance to thrive, adding a lack of adequate policy and governance can undermine Trust and integrity leading to an unsuccessful same. platform.
3: That's Again, internet Internetic.
0: Oh, what did you say, Dustin? Oh, no. So
3: it's just ironic to me to hear okay. like Apple say that the internet needs more regulation, and because <laughs> this is, I like, and it, they're not alone. Google has been guilty of this. Facebook is the most guilty mm-hmm. of, this. Mm-hmm. Um, of like they don't want regulation until it's like convenient and, to them yeah
0: they don't want it's the same with anything on the planet no one wants anything to be controlled until it affects them basically like you know everyone is saying how wearing face masks is a human rights violation those people <laughs> generally don't know what the fuck a human rights violation is then <laughs> like I um, don't want to get into
2: sorry go ahead Arnold I was going to say obviously they haven't seen what's happening in Hong Kong Because they're not talking
0: about that. What are you gonna say, Arnold's
1: right? What are you gonna
0: gonna say?
3: I don't want to get on into this rabbit hole too much, but there's something ironic about the people that were arguing that business owners should have the right to refuse (laughs) service to people. who Are now saying you
0: can't let me? You
3: can't Mm
0: -hmm. keep me from coming in here Uh for not wearing a face. Oh, this person likes the same gender. You have the right to tell them no. I can't wear this mask because I look funny. How dare you? <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, do, I do want to
3: note, though, a little side note on face, face masks, though, that something really funny I saw regarding face masks is that some person has made a market on selling anti-masker face masks. like, yes, so like face masks yes, with anti-mask
0: slogans yes. on them, and <laughs> I'm like, this person is a genius. That person is the smartest person to come out of 2020 so far. Because you're making, like, how, okay, real quick. This is just a general question. <laughs> how delusional are you in your hate for other people and your need to feel like you're the center of attention that you will put on a mask talking about how you shouldn't wear a mask? It's like, it's, it's like okay, I'm going to go really out here with my analogy on here because I always do this, but it would be like a white supremacist taking all their wealth to help a disenfranchised black community thrive so that they could prove the point that black people couldn't do anything well if they're thriving. It would be like...
1: Basically, uh,
0: basically <laughs> like, they, they, they donate all this money
3: so that they can put up a sign.
0: Right! <laughs> It'll be like, black people suck, but the neighborhood's great. So the black people are just like, the black people proudly <laughs> shine the sign up because it's like a representation <laughs> of this idiot... Oh, I actually uh, wish that would happen, but um, but yeah. So, like, no, um, oh man, we derailed so hard. I forgot what we were talking. about. we were talking about um <laughs> about regulation. Yes, um, and yeah, people
3: bucking bucking regulation until it's beneficial for them.
0: And and that's happened in the video game community a lot. And I think people are now using the word regulation to keep like officials from coming after them because people have seen what's happened with ea and stuff and so like people are like oh my god like we have to sound like we care um like it's crazy like video games have never been not about business but it's crazy how bad it is lately, or how much has been hidden for so long, and this has been, like, hidden from me, and I'm, like, a person who has always, like, had their nose to the grinder in gaming since I was, like, 12. Like, ever since I found out that video games are not made by five people in a room, um, which, when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I thought, like, five people made a video, like, a video, like, one game. Like, I thought, like, okay, five people made Sonic, and another five people made Mario. And I guess, like, 30 people made the Nintendo. Like, that's like how my brain worked.
3: It's weird, too, though. Like, you say that in and, jest, and but, like, at one point that is, and with indie yeah. games, it still is the case. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I but, think the original Mega Man was, like, what, five or six people,
0: I think. Oh, yeah. And you get, you can always tell when there's a smaller group because everything feels compact and, like, it works. Um, and people are,
3: like, trying, you can tell, are trying to keep things... Like straightforward and simple, and
1: yeah.
3: and manageable because if you're a small team, you can't
1: make the
0: you don't challenge. have the time or the ability to do all that. Um, yeah, was that we'll our game out in 10 years when we finish the modeling? Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what again? I
3: said, we'll have our game out, our five person team will have our game out in 10 years when we finish modeling it.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we good.
3: And then we'll start... Actually, it won't come out. We'll we'll start working on for the new consoles, because by the
0: time we get it ready... <laughs> I would love to do a Kickstarter and just put that in there. But, like, we aren't going to start making stuff for new consoles, like the old consoles, because the new consoles are coming, and we want to be ready for that. Um, just keep stalling. Just keep stalling. Just keep on... Do, man, there's... Pff, some people can do that. Um, but, yeah. Keep, but, okay.
2: So, basically... Uh, for people who want to buy the Xbox Game Pass and wanted to play Xbox games on their phone, don't have an iPhone.
0: It's okay, you shouldn't have an iPhone anyway. <laughs> they suck.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> no offense. I I, I I don't like them. Um I'm not and, saying Android's any better.
0: Oh, I love Android. I love anything I can manipulate. Um <laughs> Well, wow, that, mm-hmm. that sounded very <laughs> that sounded very dope. That sounded very do flamingo of me. <laughs> uh, I wish I was lying. Got the, <laughs> the shape fruit over there, James. I, boy, I wish I had. Fuck, oh boy, give me that fruit. I love Doflamingo. flamingo. Um, I I have a lot of one piece to talk about actually later on, but yeah, like um, yeah, mm, what else, you?
2: Uh, a little, um, just a little small note for Nintendo because people keep saying that uh, Nintendo is not great and whatever. Uh just want to let them all know that apparently Nintendo has reported uh, their um, their record profits for this first fiscal quarter of the year for them is up by 428 percent.
0: That is 428 percent for people in the
2: first quarter. Mm-hmm. year ain't even over.
0: Um,
2: through, through the months of April and June, uh, Nintendo apparently uh, made over $1.4 billion.
0: Jesus Christ.
2: You, and you, that the Nintendo... Uh, mm-hmm.
0: oh, I was going to say, have you heard that Animal Crossing
2: has outso- uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Go it's outsold... It's outsold Super Smash Brothers. It's sold 22.4 million copies. <laughs> no. Nah.
0: That one game alone... Um, I didn't I wanted to look at this other article that I saw the other day comparing how much Nintendo like how much Animal Crossing has outsold other platform games and I think it's still pretty high. Um it's yeah, it just like at this point can people say Nintendo doesn't make high quality stuff? Like, well of course you can. You you can say anything you want. Like you can say like 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 pizza isn't good or Sushi isn't composed of fish. Like, <laughs> like, you can you can say anything you want um, about anything, but, like, I don't want, I don't ever want our podcast to turn into a praise of just one company. But the things that Nintendo does wrong is, like, the equivalent of having, like, a really
2: forgetful uncle. But he's really nice. It's, like, a difference. It's, like, oh, man, like, you spilled the milk. But you know what? We can clean it up.
0: Sorry, what were you gonna say, Justin?
2: I was
3: also gonna say, as opposed to to the other himself, uncle, himself, which, is, <laughs> himself, which is the creepy
0: uncle the that uh, may have been involved in uh, in crime. Yes, yes, the uncle you don't let in the house. Like Nintendo's the equivalent of having someone who always buys you cookies, but your favorite cookie is chocolate chip. Sometimes they come with sugar cookies. I got,
3: sometimes they got snickerdoodles, and you're yeah, like, they got a sn- even a snicker-
0: right. Then they got snickerdoodles, and you're like, I don't want a snickerdoodle. Like, but I've made them fresh, and it's just like, it's like yo, you're, you're mad, but you like, you're you're not too mad. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, I- Actually, I'm going to go on say this note this here too. I feel like the Snickerdoodle is the most Nintendo cookie just because it's so weird.
0: <laughs> it has a weird name. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it doesn't fit into any of the cookie c- categories really. It's uh, not necessarily
3: everybody's favorite cookie. A lot of people are like, what's well, a Snickerdoodle? But mm-hmm. the people who like Snickerdoodles are like mad about Snickerdoodles.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. I can make some pretty good Snickerdoodles. Um, but like, it's very true. Um, I think this is good for Nintendo. Again, I. Don't think if if we're going to go into the whole council war thing, I don't think it's going to astronomically change anyone's mind. I think if you're a Sony person, you'll always be a Sony person in like forever. I, I don't think that's good, but that's just how I've noticed things. Um, if you're a PC person, you're probably just going to be a PC person forever. Um, Xbox seems to be more malleable as people go. Um, and Nintendo fans typically can be malleable. There are some really toxic Nintendo fans, though. So you get those people out there that are like... if You get basically people who are like for the Last of Us games for like Zelda. Where they're like, you can't make Zelda have a 7 out of 10 score or something like that. You're stupid. You know, they like rage and burn. And like You know, it's whatever. Um, but I think that's good. I'm glad that's happening. I hope they put that money into more stuff. Um, Nintendo typically is good at doing that.
2: So who knows? Alright, now to bring it all down, because that was the only good news I had. (laughs) Is this your Uh, final uh,
0: bad news, though? Hopefully.
2: (laughs) Oh, God, no. I got three pieces of bad news. What do you mean? Jesus
0: fucking Christ, go ahead.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's go ahead, and uh, Dustin has brought this up. Uh, Apparently, a um, story writer... Uh, Dustin, I can't pronounce his name. Can you say it for me? <laughs> oh, um, hold on. Let me let me double check. I, I mentioned it earlier. Tatsuya Hatzuki. Uh, yep, uh, Tatsuya. Ma- he's been arrested on suspicion for committing uh, indecent acts on minors. Apparently, this was um. Uh, apparently, this is apparent. This happened in June. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a little girl that was walking. Um, to her homes and was um, unfortunately grabbed inappropriately by a mysterious man. Uh, she she went to the police who found uh, security footage of the incident and found out that that exact same person like an hour before her had also molested another female.
3: Yeah. He's the uh, author, the writer I think the main writer for a manga called Act Age, which is in Shonen Jump. Yeah, I've I think seen it was set for an anime series, but I'm not sure if that, you know, how this might change that, maybe. I've seen that manga. Yeah, it's actually pretty popular among some.
0: I knew I thought it was garbage for a reason.
1: I didn't know why.
3: Yeah, you know what's funny is actually on this note, I didn't do nothing about that, of course, until I read this recently, but I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh, this. Uh, do I want to try to read this? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I... it's like, oh, well, I guess that answers the question. I yeah I uh,
0: mm, mm, like it's creepy he's going to get arrested they have camera footage what by the way good one on you japan for having cameras just everywhere that <laughs> yeah. over over here people will be like that's invasion of pri- privacy but if you're in a public area what you do like you shouldn't be doing Mother, anything. you
1: shouldn't be doing anything to right
0: The cameras ain't in your house. they just on the street. Which, like, good on, like, Japan for having that security measure. Because that's probably one of the reasons their crime rate is pretty low. Um, It's also probably why they have such a very, very, like, high conviction rate. Because it's, like, it's very hard to, like, say you didn't do something when they have cameras. Cases, from what I understand, cases
3: in Japan don't go to trial until they basically have the person, like, dead to rights. Dead to
0: rights. Which is... Ooh, can't we all just take some notes from them like their cops don't even have guns um they probably have tasers but you know I like to assume that all like Japanese police forces are masters of fishman karate. <laughs> And plan- <laughs> <laughs> just- yeah, you joke, but in, in
3: korea every police officer
0: has to be trained in hapkido oh, oh yeah every actually i think at least in japan and korea all their cops are like actually like they have dojos and they sit there and they train them to fight um which is great um they learn discipline and they just don't learn a bunch of techniques where you can like snap people's arms and The American police force. Anyway, um... You know... Next topic. Six months, apparently.
2: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyway,
0: Arnold, um... Go into your
2: next topic. Right now... Well, not right now. This happened about a week ago. Activision Blizzard first has... Oh, yeah. ...has said that they've had another record revenues at the same time when employees have sent out a spreadsheet with a list of jobs and the amount... That They make that like their salaries and that the um, Their growth basically for how much money they're making is not going up at all It's less than 10% from what they were promised for this year
1: mm-hmm.
2: and apparently um, This is mainly for customer service employees and QA employee workers, but it's not just them there are other uh, positions that are also just not getting the um, Fair pay that they're supposed to be getting mm-hmm. but apparently What um, I gotta find it blizzard Activision Blizzard, are looking to rectify it, um, saying that they're now using a Slack channel with over with the uh, 870 members drafting up a list of workplace requests. Uh, this list includes demands such as fair pay, increased sick leave, holiday allowances, pay raises for customer service and QA workers, and change how the promotions are given.
0: In, go ahead, Dustin. Go ahead.
3: I was going to say, there's something weird about, about somebody needing to put together a team to see what the <laughs> work is
0: Like,
1: you like,
3: know,
0: they probably want some of the same things you guys. I'm just saying. So, just saying. in my work experiences, I have been in situations like this multiple times where people are getting paid shit or they're getting treated like shit, and the higher-ups decide to make a team usually of people who are already benefiting from shit, to help out people who are not benefiting from shit. Let me help everyone figure out how haves and have-nots work. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to help out the have-nots, talk to them. Don't talk to the haves, because they're not going to give you anything you don't know already. It's like, it's again, I I keep going to this, because it's the best way to help people understand it who don't understand stuff if you're white and you want to learn more about black people <laughs> don't talk to other white people in the same financial situation as you particularly if your financial situation is going great because um, usually the complaint is going to be oh I don't even know what they're upset about um, and this is important because when you can tie it back into video games this is what I keep telling people all the time like I said earlier that money people doesn't go to the, the, the creator the developer's it doesn't go to apparently the, the q a the Q&A people who are okay mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know what q a is it is probably the most thankless job in all of video gaming like even down like even if you break it down to coders like coders get more applause than q a testers q a testers you know if you play a game and you're like man these controls are really good or man these controls are really shit there was a genius QA tester who played these video games and looked at this stuff or, or, like, read the dialogue or looked at the, like, translation stuff. These are the people who make sure your game feels great afterwards. Um, a, good, a good example for the most popular thing right now, Last of Us 2 probably had a, a really good QA team as far as graphics and gameplay is concerned. Or at least for the type of gameplay they were creating. Um, and, like these people need to be paid and compensated and what's killing me is that one i'm trying to figure out where blizzard got all this money from recently but it is an activision company now so microtransactions um but also your own question yeah i really did i really did and it's just like kind of like what dustin is saying you shouldn't need a team when you have a company that big that successful in the gaming world that talks about revolutions in their video games and oppressed people in the video games, you probably shouldn't be like ignorant of how to like help out people. Um, it is, it's, I, I don't
2: want to, I want to I wanna give an, uh, an example for people who don't under really understand how badly the pay is. Um, uh, Blizzard's headquarters is based in Ivern, California, and some of Oof. these people's salaries are paid... That Some of them are paid less than 40000 per year, which is, like, half the medium of a household in the same area. Oh, yeah. If you live so, like, California... these people have to live near the base... I mean, the headquarters, obviously, they're not getting even... Most of them are not going to get paid enough to, like, pay off their houses mm-hmm. and their homes.
0: They... And for another thing for people who don't know, like, California living expenses is crazy high. Um... And a lot of these people are getting paid, like, near minimum wage, if not minimum wage. And they work for a game company. You should never be paying people minimum wage at a game company. People shouldn't be getting paid minimum wage anyway. But, like, you should never be paying anyone minimum wage at a game company. People at Target get paid more than some of these people. This is not to belittle the people that work at Target. All I'm saying is, is that these people... "Quote unquote," went to school for a very distinguished, like very particular form of like education, and they're not being compensated for these billion-dollar video games.
3: But James, I mean, this what work is so fun? Shouldn't they want to work for free? Fuck I mean, isn't that how this works? Fuck
2: that. Who's that? Who's that asshole developer? Is like the best person to work in this industry? Someone with like Asperger's or something? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I gotta find that fucker. All I Wait,
0: know. But, oh, go
2: ahead. I I just I I'm just remembering that apparently he said like you shouldn't even if you really wanted to work in the gaming industry you shouldn't you shouldn't care about the money you make.
0: No, no 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 no. I was once told in my current profession with um some coworkers of mine that the people said that they could not give a wage that would make people want to stay. They would want people to just want to stay. Like, you just, they just want you to work for less money. So when yeah. I rage people on the podcast about this, it's not just because I'm Mr. Angry Bits. I am Mr. Angry Bits. My life has been shit. Um, but, like, I don't misplace my rage. I get angry for reasons. I just don't jump on people's throats. And, like, these people have lives. They have children. They have bills. Some of them have loans. And it's like, yes, video gaming is fun but making a video game people is the same as a fucking job like i don't care like how many times a game may succeed people get tired like everyone's not the freaking final fantasy top brass and even then it took them you know how they're all smiling and everything like that have you looked at their eyes have you looked at their hair doesn't it look a little bit disheveled don't their eyes look a little tired and dead to you it's probably because the last 15 to 20 years of their life, they were trying to get to that point. Like, I don't even know how... Um, oh my goodness, I forgot his name. The creator of Kirby in Smash Brothers. Um, um, uh, I my just went to blank too. Um, but the creator... I'll figure it out. Sakurai. 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 The creator... Sakurai. Have you ever looked at Sakurai? He always looks jubilant and happy. But he's, he's so small... And not just, like, I'm not just saying that. Like, he's like, he's a small guy. I'm like, do you eat Sakurai?
2: <laughs> I mean, if you ever look at, like, Nintendo Direct, that man, I know you say he looks like happy and jubilant, but, like, when I look at his face, he looks tired.
0: Right. He always, like, for the first three minutes, he's, he's happy because he's, like, he's doing a little spectacle. Then when he starts talking, he's like, yeah, and then we had to do this, and we had to do that. And I think he gets paid fine. So imagine feeling like him but then like not getting paid as well. Um, so it is it's important in any form of industry that you pay people correctly. And you treat them with respect. I think I think you could get away with paying people less if they felt like they were worth more to the, you as in in, a, in the company. Like they got better benefits like, you know, great health care plans or something. Something to compensate in their daily lives. Um that goes beyond just you're you're part of the family, which is what every company likes to say. Every we're all a big family. I was like, I ain't related to you. I don't even like half my family, so I don't know what you're trying to say right there. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. Anyway, Blizzard, another shit company, another shit day. Um.
2: What else you got, Arnold? My last bit of news is to keep down, bringing down the mood. Uh, do you guys remember in? Uh, PlayStation State of Play. They introduced a game called Aeons Must Die. This happened two days ago.
0: Oh, I was... I was. That's what I meant to apologize to all the listeners. I have not looked at the PlayStation State of Play yet. I will... I've heard that it is... It's fine.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> Where you going to say? Um, Aeon Must Die looks like a... It uh, looks like a fighting game.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, right now, there are accusations... That the company, development company, Limestone Games, uh, which is uh, being and being published by Focus Home Interactive, oh yeah, yeah, have stolen pretty much this entire IP from creators and developers. Um, there's been accusations of extreme crunches, uh, harassment, abuse, manipulation. Uh, there's people who are not getting paid and almost Jesus. the almost the entire team has i think actually the entire creative team has left the, has left and um, before it even got that to the point of the, the eight people um, had sent focus home interactive like a list of what's happening like why and trying to get help for the endless crunch and stuff and, and, you know all this information is supposed to be like not leaked to right. Limestone Games because, you know, it's supposed to be something sent to Focus that so they can help out in the situation. But right. Focus themselves are fucking garbage because this information was leaked out to them and they sent it to Limestone uh, Games. Uh, to, uh, what's his name? Hold on. What's his name? Oh, uh, CEO were... mm-hmm. Yarosilv Lassenko. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he found out about this, he's, he sent out threatening letters and unlawfully, unlawfully Firing everyone, leaving like black ledgers in their government work, mm-hmm. and so right now, the if you find if you see that game, if you think you want to get it, I would not recommend supporting that game. That game is entirely stolen. That's Pretty upsetting.
0: Much. Um, I would like to see and hear more from what Focus Home Interactive says because I like Focus Home Interactive.
2: As I don't. As I'm as sorry.
0: Publisher. Um,
2: I won't forget what they did. to Frogware but they did to frogware. They stole all their IPs basically oh. as well. Do not you remember it was the Sherlock people who made Sherlock games and detective games.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm.
2: They made it last year around September of 2019. They made a policy a week before Frogware was supposed to leave them saying that uh any games that are part of that are taken out of the focus catalog will no longer be able, you they you will not be able to sell your games basically.
0: Arno, you got to tell me this kind of stuff. Like, I didn't even know that. Huh. Okay, well, that sums up for me. I can't buy any more Focus Home Interactive games, which is ironic because I'm going to praise a Focus Home
2: Interactive game today um, that I just recently played. Uh, Um, uh, Focus Home Interactive themselves had sent out a statement saying that they are... This statement is really stupid. Uh, It's because, like, it's basically another generic uh, we uh, we support our partners right. and developers and stuff like that and we're going to look more into it uh, and, and we're not going to say anything. But like this information was brought to them like a month ago before this entire fucking the They uh, All Must Die trailer was on State of Play. Mm-hmm. So they knew about this beforehand but their statement makes it sound like they just found out. Hmm.
0: Okay.
3: So it's another one of those cases uh we're sorry we got caught. We're going to say thing to make you feel a little bit better Mm -hmm. but we're really just upset that you found out we were (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. pretty much well actually now that i've done a little bit of research while you were talking arnold i don't have to praise focus home interactive for what i'm going to talk about because they Uh, did somebody else do the developing someone else did the developing and i think they were just a part of focus home well focus home interactive is a publisher but Mm -hmm. um the development for this was a different studio which makes me feel better um a little of that money did go to focus on interactive, which makes me upset. But this is still better than what I could have hoped for. Um, but yeah, that I'm glad I know this now. Um, um, like that's some shit. Uh, I hope that company burns the,
2: the developer. And like, yeah, I don't. If you people want to fi- uh, find out, um, there's an actual the trailer that plays that stand play is not the original trailer the creative team had made there's an entirely different trailer an original one you can find on youtube and in the in the description is a link to a dropbox which has like basically all of the information that's happened between the time they all quit and while they were working on the game hmm. and there's like recordings of the boss apparently like doing saying stupid shit, um they have their like list of accusations and stuff like that it's a it's a whole the whole package is in that dropbox Jesus All
0: right. Uh, Arnold summed up how I would feel about this like it's bullshit um i and we've already actually before Arnold brought up this news we talked about our feelings about how the companies are treating people like that like this is hmm you would think a smaller company like this wouldn't be going through shit like this. But apparently it doesn't matter the size. Um, I I think it's really just... Like, just don't go into video games. Like If, yeah, you're if like- you want to make video games,
3: uh, get some people around you and make it like a hobby. <laughs> That's all yeah, I can say. Yeah,
0: like... Like, and, oh, and what I mean by that, I mean, like, the higher up people don't get into video games. Like, I think if you want to develop video games, definitely do, like, what Dustin is saying. It may be best to go in with people you know. that It could become a problem because when you, when you start starting to develop things and create things, like, you're going to have to, like, be scheduling and stuff. And, like, yeah, it, it gets... True. As long as everyone is okay with someone putting the gauntlet down once in a while, it's fine. Like, there's going to have to be a boss person. But... If you're going to be a boss person, that's not the problem. The problem is knowing how to treat people. Like, yeah, you're going to critique people. You're going to be upset with people. But as long as you're like, you're praising when they do something good, you're compensating them. You're not shitting down them and harassing and abusing them. Like, that's fine. But these people who go into these companies, it's like, who the fuck hurt you? Like, in life where you got to do that. And I'm a person that's been hurt by a lot of people. And I don't do that to people. Like, as a matter of fact, I wake up every day, this is no lie, I've been in such abusive environments um, outside, like, not, not my family or anything like that, but, like, I've been, uh, well, extended family, not my direct family, <laughs> but, like, I've been in, like, such abusive environments and, like, harsh environments to the degree where I could easily be Mr. Angry Toes, but, like, I wake up every day, I'm like, you know what, someone may piss you off today, as a matter of fact, it's guaranteed, <laughs> someone or something will piss <laughs> you off today, Do not lash at them. And it's hard to control one's anger. Trust me on this. But, like, you'll feel better. Because you're not going to get anything from doing that. At least not in the smaller world. Like, a lot of people get rich off that. But, like, it is, like, treat people with respect. Like, it's not hard. It's Okay, it is hard sometimes to treat people with respect when they're pissing you off. But you need to do it. You need to try Unless someone punches you or, like, offends you on a, like, substantial, like, a racial level or something like that, there's no need to lash. And yeah, when they start doing it on those levels, that's up to the person. And as long as no one's taking a shotgun to someone's face, I'm okay. But, like, you know, there are levels, people. There are levels. Well, thanks for the sadness, Arnold. Up um, oh, anytime. Um, go back in your corner and let's go over to my right. As I look to my left in real life. Um, <laughs> Dustin... directions <laughs> back. Dustin, um... i so can't like? even see straight. Oh my goodness. Um, at my maddest, I shake. Like, like, my arms get tense and my head hurts like a motherfucker. Um, um, never had the blinding rage. Not yet. Um, but Dustin, go ahead. Throw us some news. All right, um... Let's
3: see. What all do I have news-wise today? I have to double-check. Um, all right. So, Toei Animation is and Kodansha and also some other anime providers are collaborating on a YouTube channel called Anime Log or Analog. Um, it's available in Japan already, um, but they want to provide subtitle content for English and Chinese fans. And so, they're it working free? on... Um, I doubt it, but uh-huh. you know how it goes. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. It might be ad-driven. That's possible. That's fine. Uh, yeah, um, but they are looking at, at doing uh, at some some online content through YouTube. So
0: For those of you Something. who don't know, Toy Animation is Dragon Ball in one piece. Yep, it <laughs> So is. that's some pretty big stuff. Okay. Um, let's see.
3: They're, speaking of animation, um, the trailer for Yashihime... The Inuyasha spinoff came out earlier this week. And I just want to say, James and I talked about this a little bit already. Um, It's very, I want to call it this, it's very Boruto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very much to cash it feels like. It's really weird that it is because it's just like, where did we, Inuyasha of all things. It's been done.
0: It's been done. Like, why do we need more Inuyasha?
3: Um, but yeah, it's about. Um, I've talked about it a little bit before. It's about several characters that are basically like children of of the characters in the original series. One is uh, Toa Higurashi, who's one of um, Sashomaru's daughters, apparently. Um, oh wait, so the main character,
0: the one with the short hair,
3: yeah, that's why the, she
0: looks like that. <laughs>
3: yeah, she's just Sashomaru's daughter. Oh my um, god. The <laughs> other one who is uh, there's a twin who looks like looks kind of like sango and uh Kohaku. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's that the little archer girl is the daughter of inuyasha and kagome
0: it's um, so fancy
3: it, it looks it legit it feels like somebody's fiction i will say it
0: doesn't look bad in terms of the animation no. quality yeah. animation quality looks fine um but it just feels very much like fiction. but you know what as far as animation quality it doesn't also look evolved no, like, it, it looks exactly it looks like more Inuyasha. It looks exactly um, like more Inuyasha, yeah. I ahead.
3: will say this, too. Beyond the character designs, Riki, Rumiko Tamakakahashi has very little to do with
0: it, so probably... Oh, that would explain why it's like that.
3: Yeah, Um. so there's that, too. She probably...
0: Um, they were like, would you like to do more? She's like, no.
3: Not really. It's like, well, do you want to draw some character designs for some money? Okay. Yeah, I need to go on a vacation. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but Yeah, so there's that. Um, There, the producer of X-Men, the animated series, has been talking to Disney about a revival of that show. Um, Whether or not that will actually happen, I don't know. Um, But yeah, there's that. Um, All's in Disney's court, so you know how that goes. No,
0: everything's gonna be woke. (laughs) Everything's gonna be what? Everything's gonna be woke. Like... Yeah, it's gonna Storm, be Storm is gonna I, be like it's gonna be like you can't hold me down, I can fly, and like she's gonna have an afro and and like Jean's gonna like not want to fight in battle, she's gonna want to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I like oh, this is- <laughs> oh, what is it? Let me think. Jubilee. Jubilee's gonna vape. They're gonna make Jubilee <laughs> vape. <laughs> oh, no, there'll be an
3: episode about vaping and dangers. Of- the,
0: the, no, see, we don't Jubilee
3: do it. will have a TikTok.
0: That's what. Yeah, see, oh, uh, perfect because she's actually Chinese. So, <laughs> like, yeah, um, sure. they'll have
3: an episode about how, how, yeah, on, on WeChat and TikTok.
0: There's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. The reason I say this is this is, this is uh, There's gonna be a whole episode where I like vaping's bad, right? If you grew up in the '90s like me and Dustin, and this is why our generation it has has brain power, um, because Come art, on, man, I'm sorry, Arnold. Like y'all didn't grow up with cartoons that taught you to be better people. You guys grew up with cartoons that were composed of sponge material. Hey, uh, like, yeah, man, I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's a my, well, my brain. Okay, Thank Courage me. was a show that Courage was a good dog. So if you, if you modeled after the main character, you learned some stuff from Courage. But Courage is more about fear. Like, that's the whole... The show was about being scared. It was like Beetlejuice back in the day. But, like, um, me and Dustin grew up with cartoons that were telling you, literally, it wasn't ambiguous or nothing. It was like, recycle, or you will die. Don't smoke, or you will die. A lot of things killed you in the 90s. Like, yeah. quicksand, you will die. Like <laughs> you know what I wanted to say on that note. Um, how many of y'all
3: listening to this show that grew up in our era thought, actually thought quicksand was a thing that you might encounter in your life because how <laughs> much emphasis there was on dang quicksand in TV
0: shows? Every show, quicksand, and all you needed was like a rope to get out or a snake if you're Indiana Jones. <laughs> 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 didn't make no fucking sense, but like, like, literally, like. There are cartoons that do teach you lessons. Um, the reason I worry about this is because me and Dustin, and we need to do an episode on this at some point. Me and Dustin recently and my girlfriend have been talking about the wokeness put into comic books and how it's not it's not good. It's all brand
2: crap. It's not meant to it's all be all marketed, like
3: distilled wokeness that's mm-hmm. meant to
2: sell you something. As I always say, they're not actually woke, they're slept. They're <laughs> slept.
0: Um, but okay, Dustin, what else you got?
2: Sleepwalking over
3: here. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to borrow this term. It's kind of like astroturfing. You know how when people make fake grassroots. you going to be sleepwalking. sleepwalking. When, you're, when you act like you're woke, but you're actually you're asleep. But,
0: but you're actually asleep. <laughs> um, what other, other news you got there, Dustin? <laughs> um, I think that's most of
3: what I have. I was going to note this little random comic news. Apparently... Christopher Priest is working on a new US Agent mini series that's a really obscure character. Somebody he actually described in an interview called him Cousin America because he's like the Captain Cousin America Cousin <laughs> America. Because he's <laughs> the, he, he apparently was kind of like asked about a um about a Captain America series and didn't realize it was actually a US Agent series. Um but yeah, apparently it is going to it's like it's it's very I won't say woke because it's actually focused a lot more on like politics and things like that. Um, I think, but
0: I, I think like what you were saying, Dustin. Like I don't think so. Woke to me is for me. I use it as an insulting term for people who think they're aware of politics because comics have always talked about politics. Yeah, comics right. like the '60s. I yeah, mean, a, a lot the of,
3: of them. Friggin' Captain America was a comic book about this got superhero punching. Uh, Hitler because Jack Kirby was Jewish.
0: There's a superhero named Black Panther. Everybody like I'm just hello, X Men, minorities, LGBT. Like 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 it's all it's all about that, and it's just like okay, come, all the way down.
3: It's just now they're
0: trying to market it. They're right. There's a difference between actually making a story that speaks about a topic, and then there's trying to make a buck off the topic. And the yes. problem is when they're trying to make a buck off of it. Um... So yeah, okay, interesting. Well, we're going to take that long box, put it away, and then we're going to get ready to upload our data, check our internet, and download some patch notes. Patch notes, as you all know, is the part of the podcast where we talk about what the fuck we've been up to, what we've been getting into, all the new stuff, all the trends, in our lives anyway, and just getting up to it. I have like a lot of things I'm excited to talk about, but mainly because I join into whatever anyone's talking about on the podcast. I'm gonna let Arnold go first, and then I'll go last. I'll let Dustin go after Arnold.
2: Arnold, uh, what the fuck you been doing, bitch? Uh, not this. Nah, not much this week. Um, your boy here is looking for employment, so there's a lot of stuff in the behind the scenes I've been doing. <laughs> Trying to get <laughs> a fucking the job out of here.
0: Like, we got
2: yeah. fucking cameras and shit. Yep. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, but aside from um, really just getting really annoyed at League of Legends, because Jones out. Stop playing it.
0: <laughs> like, okay, okay. I got to stop you right there, because I figure that's what you've been playing. Arnold and his brother. I. I. The I, worst don't, decision- I haven't played with him. No, I'm not saying you played with him, but you both been playing a lot. The worst decision of my life was introducing these guys to League of Legends. Like, you guys have played that game. So, and you, nine times out of ten, you guys give me negative stories about it. Like, (laughs) percentage-wise, I've heard, like, 85% negative. Like, out of all of it. Just stop it. Like, don't do it to yourself. Um, I, I guess you're getting something. Because you keep going, I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm only
2: I only playing Nexus Blitz because of how short it is. <laughs> it's a sick, a sixteen minute match. It does not go over thirty minutes. <laughs> At least you're not
3: trapped in a game.
2: Yeah, forever. for thirty minutes. That's <laughs> because true. the Nexus fuck up and fucking fight each other. But I think it's kind of cool. Um, aside from that, uh, I'm g- I think I'm almost done with Storm, um. What's the DLC called for Final Fantasy XIV? Stormblood. Stormblood, yeah.
0: Oh, you're almost done with Stormblood? Jeez, I what, you been just sitting
2: there playing? Like, good um, word. And my paladin is almost level... F- I'm level 30 right now, so... Trying to get us level 50 so I can do some raids and stuff and get practice tanking. Okay, okay. I've run some dungeons. Um, I've had a lot of players tell me I need to grab more enemies. Don't listen to that. Um, my I, well I had to because my fucking healer decided to grab all the enemies in an area well like, look man die. I literally typed in the chat hey I'm learning how to tank any feedback would be nice let them let them die the people who say that here's the deal
0: here's a deal the people who say that are people who've played the game for a long amount of time and they want to just zip through a dungeon that's fine that's fair that's their prerogative however, it just so happens that the video game requires you to play with four three other people when you, when you're playing in a dungeon and so you need to adjust for the group. Like, if it's your first, it, perfect example, if you're playing with a bunch of people at D&D, and it's your first time playing D&D, would you rather people just say, learn, hurry up, or would you want them to take their time? You know, it's the same thing. It's just, in a video game, people want speed. Um, and if you're the tank Arnold, I, I will let you learn this. They'll die if you don't tank for them. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a choice in the matter. The monsters, by default, will kill them faster than they'll kill you.
2: Don't worry. As soon as I learned the tank, uh, the tank move, Shirk, I'm going to click it on that fucker. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, as a tank, I am very much... I adapt to my players, but I'm also a more advanced tank when I play, so I don't have that problem. But if you're new to the game, Arnold, take it at your own pace. Because
2: as a tank, if you fuck up, guess who they blame? You, me. So, um, I mean. That being said, that was only really only one case. I've actually gone through like I think six dungeons, and so far everyone's actually give me some six dungeons of the tank. Yeah. Oh, you sweet summer child. Well, I, the higher the higher level dungeons. I've been doing like guild heists and stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> I've only done one. For I've only done naval so far. Hmm. Um. As one of the primals, okay. I have not done. But you know naval so well. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: At this point, even as a like, even not tanking, you know it so well. Um, that's cool. I sadly, um, I'll go ahead and say this because Arnold's talking about now. I sadly cannot play fourteen for the time being. Um, finances is tight, so. I had to give up an unseen subscription because honestly, between not having the money to do it, but being very busy with like daily life and like the podcast stuff because, um, just getting everything situated, but also like, I don't think people know, like I do a lot of work learning new things to bring to the podcast and that requires time. So, um, and I've also been helping out some people a lot on the side so there has not been any like time to sit down and play or by the time I can play I'm just tired um <laughs> and it it doesn't help this isn't actually a big reason but it is a small portion it's like 5% of the reason stormblood story to me isn't it doesn't pull me in enough um and I was hoping to get through enough of it to be like okay I can get to the good stuff. Which makes me sad because I do have Shadowbringers now. But I just can't enjoy it right now. Just don't have the money. Um, hopefully, in a bit, I'll have it. I don't know, you know, maybe maybe for my birthday my parents just give me a gigantic amount of money. I'm just kidding. They won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, and it's just like, I also have to be realistic. I have plans I want to do for the podcast. Um, and kind of want to upgrade that too so it's a mix of money mix of podcast a lot of things but i am happy to hear that arnold is doing well in final fantasy 14 i think the game is great um stormblood i think is not a good story but that is one story out of four that mm-hmm. i don't think is good so that's not bad and even then stormblood story isn't it's not trash it's just like it's typical saturday morning anime kind of thing um but that is good I'm glad to hear you're enjoying that playing anything else Arnold?
2: Um, or watching or reading uh, anything else oh yes for those that don't know i have homework i need to catch yeah. up in naruto it's right now uh i'm just trying to figure out where i was you are still trying to figure out where you were well i was letting the people know
0: Oh, okay, I was like, I'm sorry, behind the scenes stuff, Arnold has talked to me and Dustin, and he was like, I was trying to figure out where I was in Naruto, and I'm like, motherfucker, what? It's been like
2: three days, (laughs) Um, but okay. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to get back into Naruto so I can read up uh, and get it to ship it in. Even though I really don't want to, but he's really,
0: he's really. First off, why why (laughs) he makes me sound like this horrible villain? Like at the end of the day, you don't have to, Arnold. However,
1: I'm I'm just just playing around.
0: Okay, I was like, I'm gonna do an episode on Naruto, and I would like you to be able to join the conversation if you would like. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, you'll you'll like it. Like all the gripes that me and Dustin have about Naruto doesn't happen until the like the war arc. So, mm-hmm. that's when it gets real, real bad. And even then, there's some parts of it which aren't horrible, but they're, they're fun. I say that. They're fun in a context that once you get to the war off, you just cut your brain off. But if you think mm-hmm. about it as a narrative, it's very stupid.
2: But, like,
0: but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's really it. I think this week...
2: I mean, we'll see what happens this week.
0: Okay. okay. Um, Dustin... What you been up to? Um,
2: let's see. So, I
3: have, um, finished Gundam Unicorn. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Did um, you like the ending? Uh, I didn't mind it. It was very... It's interesting. I, I, you asked about that, I was going to say, um... So, like... Hold on, I gotta make sure I get his name. Um, so Tomino, who is, um, the author of, of, um, the, I say author is that he's like the only person that writes it. Um, the the main creator, Yoshiki Tom- Tomino, who's sort of the guy behind Gundam, has apparently gotten to a point in his life where he can't really, like, I don't want to say can't, but doesn't like his super, super depressing <laughs> stories quite as much. Um, yeah, you old now. Yeah, he's like you know, at one point. He's like at one point, you know, he'd be super dark and depressing. But now he's like, eh,
0: I kind of want to do something a little nicer.
3: Um, it's it felt, it felt kind of like a, a little bit of that, which I mean, I won't
0: complain about that. It was a little bit of a strange. Ending. It was it was very strange, and not in the context of that it was happy. That it was so yeah. goddamn magical. Yeah, like it was um, very magical.
3: yeah, and it seems to be sort of the, what the series was moving towards with all the
0: weird uh, new type stuff. Yeah. It um, was. It wasn't horrible. Like I'm not saying it was horrible, but I. I was weirded. I, I wasn't happy with it either.
3: It was yeah, weird. I can see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed it overall as a series. Though yeah. I've got more more Gundam stuff actually on the way and mm-hmm. stuff. Got my orders sorted out after there were some issues with that. Nice. Um. But uh, yeah. There's that. Um. Summer events and gotcha games going on right now. Um. <laughs> I Not actually yet. meant to play more Final Fantasy fourteen this week and make a little more headway, but I didn't actually do a very good job.
2: Yeah, I'm waiting for you again so I can give you the stuff I made. <laughs> oh, my God. God. <laughs> I'll probably try to play that a little bit later um, today. I've made one. the one Lance I can make for a dragon. Oh, wow. You guys do oh. it.
0: Don't, don't be too late, because Arnold has to come over today. I'm making
2: mac and cheese chili. Oh. That oh. sounds... I didn't know about that, but that sounds really fucking good. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know about it? I told
0: your sister to tell your brother. He must not have told you.
2: You know how Brandon is.
0: Yeah, he is kind of forgetful as shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But but cool, cool, cool. Okay. Anything Um, else? uh,
3: Probably going to start another series of some sort soon. Don't know entirely what yet. Ruby! (laughs) oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's right i am gonna watch some ruby
0: um, arnold do you care by the oh, i'm sorry dustin arnold do you care about spoilers in ruby because i really i'm gonna
2: i don't uh, think look i don't think i'm gonna f- watch it anymore okay good. not that it's bad but like i just I'm, i, I
0: really care. want to talk about ruby real bad like, that's real fine bad. that's fine okay go but go i'm not gonna do it till dustin's finished it but go ahead dustin
3: um yeah so there's that um it's also not very long so i'll probably get through that hopefully um what's well, something else that i was oh yeah i've been looking a lot into path. For second um for for reasons yes
0: <laughs> um, and yeah. so actually i guess i've done more riding
3: this week and i've done watching which is interesting
0: yeah 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 i can see that i can see that that's still something though like um Dustin's very mysterious about this. So I'm not sure why, but like he, he's he's looking into Pathfinder Second Edition. Um, he is hopefully going to be our DM. Um, yeah, I will be a player. For those of you who know me, this is a very big deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have been a DM for years. Most of my tabletop life has been DMing, um, and that's been like almost a decade now. Um. I'm very, very excited for it. I I always have gripes with Western Table Types. And I just, before the podcast started, I was giving, I was telling the guys how I always have issues with it. But Pathfinder 2nd Edition, it's still pretty nice. It's pretty good for what it is. So I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Um, so working
3: on that, that'll, that'll be undertaking next week.
0: Cool, cool, cool. All right, well... Um, anything else you want to jump into, Dustin? That's it for now. Okay. Um, I'll jump into my stuff. Well, I'm going to already mark off on my paper Ruby Season 7, because I won't talk about that. Um, (laughs) I have seen it, all of it, in its entirety now. I just bit the bullet, everybody. I looked at it on its website. Um, it's not great. Um... It's not the worst thing I've seen. Like, let's put that out there now. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen animated. Is it good? Uh, like, if you're bored, you got nothing else to do, watch it. Um, Fight scenes are decent. Decent. What is
3: this one again? Sorry. Season
0: 7. Season 7. Uh, okay. Season 7. So. The fight scenes are decent. They are not by any means the best of the series. Me and Dustin have talked about how most of the best fight scenes were in like season one to three, um, when their animation went up. Apparently, their quality of fights went down. Um, oh my
1: god! What? It's
0: yeah, it's it, it's true. Um, part of that is probably because Montoon passed away. But else, oh, you know Shane, what? That's right. Uh, Shane newville left. Shane Nouvel, yeah, who was a pretty big person of it um these are really important people me and dustin um by the way me and dustin full disclosure recently saw um h bomber guys video and yeah i did
3: that but i'm glad you brought it up because that was two hours two yeah. and a half
0: hours yeah it was two and a half hours and the thing is i have always the things that he speaks about in the video i had already spoken about years ago with the, like with the with the show and a lot of people who are fans of it were just like, oh, no, you're not, like, like you just don't like... You're just being a naysayer and everything. It's like, no, it's legit stuff, like, poorly written stuff. It's very good analysis. He's done a lot of research. And there's a lot of behind-the-stuff stuff that goes in that makes it a lot weirder and a lot creepier. Um, Ruby, as a series, to me, is one of those series I wish was fantastic. Um, but it is not. Um it feels like what Woke X-Men would be now. Mm. Um, it feels very bad. But I would say for everyone to watch it, there's still some quality in it. Voice acting's still decent. Um, and it, it's fun to look at the weapons twirl. Like, I'll be honest. Like, if it's like you feel like a distracted kitten. Like, you're just like, it's fun to look at them do that. But story-wise, bad... Um, the only person really carrying the story at this point is Weiss and Salem. in Ironwood. They are, they are good points of the story. Um, but yeah, I'll get into more of that once Dustin has watched it all. Um, I've watched two One Piece movies and they were so good. Like, there's so much... I have to get my girlfriend caught up because I want her to watch them. Don't get me wrong. The One Piece movies are not fully canon. Um One Piece is one of those animes that's set up perfectly that you can put a movie in between arcs and it makes sense because they're sailing. Like, they're sailing through the ocean. So they can literally go to a different island and it, it could be canon if you wanted it to be. Um, and But they do talk about, and certain characters pop up that have been revealed in the later arcs. And so I wanted her to see that. So they're not surprising there. I watched um, One Piece Gold which came out, I think, like 2016, maybe 2017, like yeah. It is so good. It's so stylish. Like, if you've never seen a One Piece movie, uh, one thing that Oda does in One Piece movies, I think I think he's like, I want to do a mini arc, and I want to do it in a really stylish way, because all the, like, really, um, the 2010s-type One Piece movies all have a style to it. And this one is all Las Vegas. It's all like gold and riches and fabulousness. And they're all dressed in like the most like Vegasy wear. And it's so funny. It's it's so funny. Like I laughed out loud several times. Um but it's also just a good moment in One Piece because you they they it's a heist movie actually. So they did a one piece movie that's heist done and it's <laughs> Luffy and Usopp and chopper are so excited to be sneaking around <laughs> and, and Luffy's like, like a ninja and like, you like see like Luffy, um, tethering across buildings and like sneaking through stuff. And like, he's like infiltration complete. And like, he's like running around. Um, and it's really good. The main baddie in this one is Tessero. And he has um, the ability to manipulate gold. Um, and it's a parody type. And, like, it is... Chopper, at one point, is dressed up like an army soldier. Like a toy. The army soldier toy. He's all green. And he has, like, guns. And it's so stupid. There's... Oh, my God. It's so funny. Um, And... I, I'm trying not to reveal too many things, not because of spoilers, but just so like when you see them, you can understand them. Um the the boob intensity is there. That's not really a drawing point. I just wanted to point that out because Oda's a pervert and every time he does it, I'm gonna point it out. Um it's it's a little too much. Not to the degree that it's not nice, but it's kinda like why are you dressed like this? Um, mm-hmm. Funny enough, they make Nami conserved up until the last point. Um, But then they're all in these like um, leather pull-up stealth suits and Nami's the only one with the top part down around her waist. (laughs) Everyone else is all suited up. (laughs) Um, It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, And then I watched One Piece Stampede, which came out last year. This is sort of canony but not it's about um a fighter from Goldie Roger's pirate crew pulling and it's a, it's a love letter to one piece if you love one piece if you've read all of one piece watch this movie um the animation is done in a phonetic kind of crazy style i've heard people describe it as like this movie's on crack because every second something crazy is happening to give you an idea Within the first five minutes, they are rocketed off a, like, mountain-sized spout of water. All their ships, all their pirate ships, are launched on a spout of water onto a floating island in a bubble to find a hidden treasure that was left by Goldie Roger. Um, And it is... So Stampede is a big race at the beginning for all the the pirates to try and get there and get stuff. And... Though the prize is a uh, um a dial to um what is it laugh laugh Tale? the the island that assume where one piece is located. Mm-hmm. Um when they find it though, of course, and spoil this isn't spoilers, Luffy gets it and crushes it. Like he's like he's like, I don't want this. <laughs> It'll spoil the adventure. And I'm like, what?
2: Um, you can still have adventure while going over there. It's
0: it's very Luffy because there's a point where um Rayleigh was going to tell them where to go to get it, and he immediately told Rayleigh to shut up that he doesn't want one piece if he can't have an adventure. So it is it's within his character. Luffy's the guy who like you'd be like, Hey Luffy, this game's kinda hard. you want to use the strategy guy and you'd tear it up? Yeah, yeah. He like, I don't need no strategy guy even though he has a navigator. But, like, um, it is, it's such a good movie. The fights are so, it reminds me, Dustin, of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. As in, Mm. like, there's a huge amount of plot to get to nothing but a fight scene. Like, a big, long-ass fight scene. Right. And it is, it's really, it's a really good fight scene. And you get to see Kid is there, Killer's there, um, um, Oppo, I think is his name. All oh yeah, the music dude. All the music dude. The um the girl pirate that they never give any credit to, which is stupid. The um the one who can de-age or advance you, oh, but just, yeah, funny. But Anybody? she's in there. All the all the youth, next generation of pirates is in there. That's the whole thing. The worst in, generation. Yes, the worst generation is in there. Um, Crocodile shows up. Smoker shows up. He has a great fight with Sanji. Um, like it's really, 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 really fun. It's a love letter to it. Oh, um, Lucy is there. The the oh, Limp- Side so, CP9. Yeah, whatever? and he's in all the all the big movies. Like I think Oda oh, yeah. just really likes him because like he- I, I want to put him in the in the story, but. Hmm. And I, I, uh, Law's in it. I like how Oda does villains because if you beat them, it doesn't mean that villain is instantly now weaker than the Straw Hat crew. It just means that in that situation, they were defeated, which is good because then he brings up, like, you know, Crocodile is still viable as a threat, um, as a villain. Um, There's an amazing scene, an amazing scene with Boa Hancock. Um, aside from already, like, my girlfriend loves when she's on screen because of her obsession with Luffy. Like, it's just hilarious to hear her voice actors go, Luffy, over and over again. <laughs> but there is a scene where Boa Hancock runs like a a, a like six-mile sprint at lightning speed because the bad guy turns into a big kaiju creature. She runs at this dude. He's the size of a mountain. Boa Hancock does a kick and vibrates the whole dude. So, I'm sitting here going, how strong is Hancock? <laughs> like, I'm like, because she's a woman in one piece, they, usually, they're not shown to be anywhere near as strong as the guys, which is bullshit, but you know, it's whatever. It's a shounen.
3: From yeah. It's a shounen. Sure.
0: And you want to make boys think that they can, like, be stronger than women, which does not work if the girl, does push-ups. Um, but, but um, Boa Hancock kicks the shit out of this dude. One kick! She doesn't even like Armorman hockey. She just kicks him. And I'm just <laughs> like, I want to see her fight for real. Like, um, So, um, and I know there's a like semi-threat that's happening with her in the, um, the manga, so I haven't read the last two, three chapters, so who knows. But, like as far as this movie goes, I'm like she's crazy strong. Um, it's just a good movie. If you like One Piece, I highly suggest you um, look at Gold in Stampede. I haven't seen. I, I I looked at Z years ago. I think I looked at One Piece Z. Um, when Not it came to be out. confused with Dragon Ball. Z. Not Dragon Ball Z. It's a guy named Z in it. Um, it's actually a pretty good movie. Most One Piece movies are good. Um, and but from what people have said. This was the, um, Stampede was the 20th anniversary celebration for One Piece. And so everything had to go through approval of Oda before it came out. So there's a big speculation that, like, um, a little bit of it's canon. Um, the villain isn't great. He's very much like a Broly. Just, he likes to fight. Um, and One Piece Gold, the villain is much better. Is a better done villain. But, like, yeah, it's good. They're both good. Um i guess the best way to put it is that if you want to laugh really hard and you want a very spectacle looking movie um like as far as like artistic design goes look at gold it also Mm -hmm. if you like cleavage look at gold but like if you want um like like there's nothing wrong with it. that's what you want to go look at it for but um Stampede is the heck Nami's wearing like overalls in Stampede so there's no cleavage there for that this this is all fight scene this is like pure fight scene and it's very good very good like so good um funny thing though i decided as i'm getting on today this morning i was like man let me just try to look at one more episode of akame Gekyo. it's stupid i'm not gonna like it i'm just not, i'm gonna stop i'm tired of hurting myself with this anime <laughs> it didn't get better but it got so violent that i didn't mind looking at it <laughs> it, 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 it fixed its poor story writing with violence which is almost how most things do things they put violence in place of it um i'm in like episode six and there is a girl whose mystical weapon or whatever imperial arm as they call it in the show is a dog which is it's an organic one and she can control it with her mind and it's this cute little dog clearly it's an anime the dog is ferocious and deadly It grows and it just beats the shit out of the characters. There's the pink girl and the purple girl with the glasses and the scissors. uh, Both of which I hate. Um, And this girl originally was supposed to be that character that you're introduced that's supposed to be a good side of the law and everything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, she's so obsessed with killing their group that she kind of goes insane. Um, To the degree that the scissors girl cuts her arms off. But she had guns in her arms in her arms that like came out and shot at her and um the pink girl was fighting the dog and the dog was going in for the kill but the purple girl protected her and she let her guard down so the other girl <laughs> the other girl ended up shooting her from a gun in her mouth um and and then this the,
3: turned into a Quentin Tarantino.
0: Yes. That's, a, that's exactly what it turns into. And because she got shot in the, the lung, the dog had the opportunity to rip her torso off. So Purple Girl is dead. Um, She died. I didn't feel too bad because she was only introduced within like two episodes. Like remember people, this is episode six. You can't kill off... You should not be killing off a main cast member six episodes in. Um... Just, shit it. It just it just we didn't get to learn about them enough um it's still bad as far as storytelling goes it's all surface level villainry. like it's all surface level it's like it's like baby's first woke anime um and it's it's fine What's
1: we'll talk
2: about it
0: oh because it's like oh the government's actually not good it's actually bad and they don't help people but it's so surface level it's like the villains are cartoonishly bad. so Which is a funny saying for an anime. But it's like... Um, okay. You know how we all know that Light is the villain in Death Note. But, like, Light presents himself to other people as like... I'm normal. This is what I do. The, the villains in this are like sneering and laughing and like... Like, it's... It's very surface level. It's very surface level. Um, oh, and so I decided to research this because I was tired of looking at the yellow girl with the cat powers and wondering if this was true or not. And I think by doing my research, I I can speculate some more and say that it probably is true, particularly after the documentary that me and Dustin just saw. The yang from Ruby has mm-hmm. got to be modeled after the girl from Akame got killed. I can see that they look see- exactly the same when she transforms because her hair gets as, gets to the exact length of hair as Yang's. They both smash their hands together in the exact same motion. They're both female brawlers. They're both the happy-go-lucky ones of the bunch. They both have the cleavage. They have the same color scheme. And I looked up when the comic I killed was first serialized. It came out, I think. A good number of years before Ruby, so I'm just like Yang has got to be this character. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I what again? Uh, I keep going. I'm gonna look up when this actually first started. Of- okay, um, and I was going to say that, and but yeah, I looked up the time and date, and they 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 run into each other. They run into each other. Yeah. Um. So I started it in March of 2010, Mm.-Hmm. Um, but, so, that's what I've been watching there. I'll probably continue a comic I kill. If they can keep this amount of gratuitous violence, it'll distract me enough from the writing. Um, but, yeah, it's it's kind of weird like that. Um, lastly, I won't get into too much of it because I have not fully gone through it, but I found, like, Morty Vito, which is an anime that I love. I think I started Morty Bito when I was, like, 19, um, right. Moribito is about a female spear fighter um, who's like a badass, and it's basically she's a she's a yojimbo, she's a bodyguard, and like she protects people for cash. And uh, to describe it is really difficult. It's like if Princess Mononoke was a whole series, and you just oh. made the main character like Princess Mononoke, and like she is a badass um the fight scenes are gorgeous they're really good the anime was done in 2007 and like i also found darker than black which i'll be watching soon which was done in 2007 so i was like are a lot of my favorite anime done in 2007 like when i was 18 or whatever like that and um yeah I won't get too much into it. I'll be talking more about Moribito down the line. Moribito is a series that I love, but never finished. It used to be on Netflix. And I would always restart. I get to, like, episode 12. And I think it was just because I was younger at the time. Um, Moribito is not all action all the time. There's some slow moments. Um, so, yeah. Well, anyway. That's all I've been up to. I was all excited about that. Oh, uh, shit. One more thing. I've been playing a play still that's what i wanted to say um a plague's tale which is done by um asobo studios a french studio um that's what i was saying about with arnold i was like oh no they're like they were helped by um Fo- oh, focus, Inter- focus interactive um, a while oh. ago but the they're the developer asobo studio is the developer when they're okay. a totally different team they made a lot of like disney games actually and they then made ReCore, and they're apparently making the Microsoft Flight Simulator for 2020. ReCore? Uh-huh. They made ReCore.
2: I don't even know. What is that?
0: Oh, it was, it's a video game that was for like- Oh, it's that, it's
2: that, that robots,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the girl robots. robots. Yeah. Was that game any good? I heard it was decent. I don't think it was great. Mm, um, okay. But A Plague's Tale Innocence is a pretty big indie project kind of game that's set in France um, that is about a young girl helping her little brother escape the Inquisition in France during the time period. It's like in the 1300s. And this is during like, like the plague. And the rats are a form of unseen enemy type right now, but you can kind of see the workings behind it. Like there's a scene where you're running through the fields from the Inquisition, but you hear the ground shaking and breaking up Um, and like, how many fucking rats are there? Oh, when these rats are slightly like, you know, like not fully normal, like they're hordes of rats. Like, um, there are they're a rat king level type of rats. For those of you who don't know what a rat king is, it is usually an entanglement of large, like, of rats. That's what it is, and it is intense. To the degree that now me and my girlfriend have done it in this way. I take all... Like, you can change up how the game works and looks. So I take off all the on-screen prompts. So you play it kind of, like, naturally like you would. And then you... I've removed that and then I've put the subtitles on, but I've put the game in French. And so we hear, like, the French voice actors do it and stuff like that. And since my girlfriend can pretty much translate most of French, like, she's looking at it and it's like watching... It's very cinematic. It's very immersive. It is like watching a really intense show. So we'll play like, we'll play slash you'll watch an episode. Or they call them chapters in the game, but like an episode every day. Um, and it's intense. It's intense. Um, and you don't murder people all the time. Um, like some games try to make you feel like that's intense. You do kill people though. You do have a slingshot. Um, but... You are not physically strong. Like if Agara finds you, you're dead instantaneously. You can't you know like it. in Last of Us where you're going around snapping necks Right. And... Mm. it's it actually feels like your landscape is brutal and that while you have some agency to save yourself, you are fighting for your survival. Um your brother, I think he suffers from panic attacks because it's a thirteen hundred, so they think he's sick and it's contagious. But from what the mother has said, the, the, their mother before she dies, spoiler, um, not really. Uh, but like their mother, their mother, um, and it's in a strange relationship. She's an older sister. I think she's like 15 years old, probably. And the boy is like maybe eight, maybe a younger. Right. And he always was with his mom because she was working on his illness. But he seems to like to stay inside of closed areas he it could be he could be on the spectrum, but it could also be that he suffers from panic attacks because there's many points where you're running and he's like, "I need a break, I need to stop I need to and she'll be like, breathe in your cloud to make you feel better like she, there's all these like things that if you work with people on the spectrum or people who have panic attacks there's these prompts that you may go through to help regulate and um I find that really interesting and really cool, and there's oh, the boss battles are cool because you can't beat this guy's ass, but he has armor on and a giant hammer. For some reason, he needs that to kill a little girl. And she's like, you're like David and Goliath, his ass. Like you're throwing the slingshot to knock off his armor pieces. Um, and then you finally hit him with the slingshot and you do kill him. Cause it's, it's a slingshot for people who don't know. Slingshots are actual weapons. Like, um, it's good. It's a good game, but it's really dark and really heavy. Um, it's real good. Like my girlfriend, when I was playing the first chapter and it was ending, she like got up and sat up straight, and she was like, "What is this game? Like, <laughs> what's happening?" She's like, "This is so much happening. Um, this is my." I've made a joke with Dustin. This is my Last of Us. Like, if we want to be as generic as possible, it's like it's about a a a young female protagonist in a harsh environment. But it feels like this environment is a world. Um, and it captures it. And when you lose stuff, it's hard. Like you lost, you lose your dog in the first part of the game. It's hard because at the beginning, they make you feel emotional for the dog. Um, it's called storytelling. Um, it's really good. She's not Clementine yet. But she is now She's my... Fr- She's my French daughter. As opposed to Clementine <laughs> is my American daughter. Um, But yeah, but anyway, sorry about that, everyone. Let's go ahead, open up the box, listen to some of that music. Let's go into our key item. Our key item for the evening is a very important thing in car repair. We're going to talk about alignments. (laughs) Now, if you have a car and you're not sure about an alignment, you may want to take it to a trusted automotive expert where they will lift the car up and tell you if your alignments are correct. Your alignment can extend the life of your car and maintain your gas mileage. also ensure tires retain the tread quality. Yes, it will ensure that your tires retain the tread quality. These are important things and we're glad that you joined us here for the Key Islands podcast today. Thank you. (laughs) Um, No, we are talking about alignments as far as um, Personality, um, traits, and emotional compulsions and attitudes morality. and morality in video games and tabletop games in particular, This where there's the, the biggest, and in general. So before we kind of go into all of it, that's the main scope of the podcast. If you've never heard An Alignment, hopefully by the end of it, you will know what An Alignment is, and I kind of just want to play with our thoughts around it. I'm not looking for full on official stuff. Like, we're, we're definitely going to define them, but nothing that's completely textbook, just looking at it that way. So, I set up some guiding questions to help us along here. Before we go into any of the descriptions of them, what are like alignments for each of you? Like, what are they in your own terms and stuff like that?
2: Uh, uh for me, well like a character's alignment is usually like how their decision making and thought process should um should um reflect how they interact with the real world. So like if they're like lawful good, usually they'll be thinking of ways to help out people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they wouldn't really be thinking of, oh man, you know what? I can do some tax evasion and keep some money, you know? Okay, yeah, no, they definitely want to do that. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay. Um, Dustin, how about
2: you?
3: Um, so for me, I know the traditional alignments, at least I always think of those when it comes to alignments. Yeah. You've got scales of good, neutral, and evil, and you've got your scales. So I guess if you put those like maybe horizontally and well, no, vertically. No.
0: Don't go into all of that because we're going to do that next question. <laughs> Just like for oh, you, yeah. what is it? Um, right. It's
3: mostly very arbitrary, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I've never been in a D&D game where people do it good
2: job with <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, like, I don't feel like just because you pick, a, unless you're like, it's really, sp- you chose a really specific alignment, I don't feel like something, like, what if your character your character, I don't think, should be locked in one alignment. If They should mm-hmm. be able to make a choice that's part of a different, like, not all the time like, perhaps, but like, once in a while, like, you know, sometimes the good person hasn't had enough bullshit, you know? Uh,
0: no, 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 no. You are, you, what you say makes sense. But a lot of players use that excuse to play poorly in role-playing. But I get what you're saying, Arnold. So we'll get into that. Um, kind of to summarize what you both say, I think um, alignments are guideposts. Yes. I do not they're... think, go ahead, Dustin. I was going to say, I think they're, they, they should be indicative of
3: how your character typically acts. Yes. Um, in most situations, there may be exceptions, like Arnold said, that there'll be times when maybe they'll break
0: away from their normal
3: uh, way of handling.
0: Um, well, and here's here's actually how I think of it, though. I don't think that happens. I think if you roleplay well enough with your alignment, you can do something different within the confines of your alignment. Because you, as and this is coming from me as a DM, I have seen players use that excuse for taking their lawful good character. And saying that he's taking treasures from a vault. And it's like. Why would you do that? Like you worship Bahamut. And in d d That's like one of the most lawful good things you can worship. And it's like. Why would you take something from a vault. If it wasn't given to you. Wouldn't you think of like. Dispersing that to the town. or, or like, ask... Think of the children. Exactly. Well that's exactly what you would do. They were also a fucking paladin. So, like, it makes it even more, like, structured. So I think it's a guidepost. I think what you and Arnold are saying, Dustin, is true. I think you can do things differently. I don't think you have to be a stock character. But I think a lot of players fall into the trap, or not even fall into the trap, like, to use the excuse of, oh, well, this situation's different, so my character will do something differently. That's an exception. Um, and I am one of the few people who tries to be as true to their personality that they set in stone to the degree that it's like, sometimes your character is going to do something that doesn't make sense. And now if you're playing with a bunch of gaming people. They may like, be like, why are you doing that? But it's like, but that is what your character would do. But we'll get into that because there's, that can also bite you in the butt. It's a fine line role playing. Um, so, okay. So what Dustin was a little, um, going towards a little bit earlier today was like, we're going to go into like explaining alignments Let's, how should we do this? Because Dustin kind of started off, he was talking about like, like if you're going, let's say, like Dustin was saying, if we're going horizontal, that means across. So we have law, neutral, and chaotic. And then if we're going vertical, if we're making like a pun and square kind of thing here, we have good, neutral, and evil. So in your top left corner, it, you're going to have lawful good. And then, Why is
2: it always a box, by the way? The, it's the. just
0: easier to set up. Okay. That's all that is. Oh, just, just
2: always just wondering, because it's always like I always see that format.
0: Like you can you can like put it down and everything like that. But then we have chaotic evil would be at your bottom right. Those are your two extremes lawful good, chaotic evil. Um so Dustin, how would you like would you like to just go into each one in itself, or do you want to explain like law and to chaos and then good to evil, and we just take turns doing that? What do you think? Um, let's actually talk about a little bit of that distinction, because I think
3: some people would see, oh, law is good. Mm,
1: yeah,
0: right. cool.
3: Um, and those things aren't necessarily the case and haven't really been the case for a long time, I think, in D&D, which is where people often pull the alignments chart. Mm-hmm. Um, law just means rules. Yes. Right? That's, that's it. really what it boils down to, is like procedures and rules. And so a character, for example, like a really common trope, I think, in a lot of editions of D&D is like the idea of a hell knight yes um which is a lawful law a lawful notice I emphasize this a lot <laughs> uh, aligned character to the degree that they may do very evil things but there's a very particular set of rules and like devils in D d are like lawful evil like they follow procedures and rules even if they do terrible things
0: and, um, and that's what actually like that is what the law part makes it important. So if you are within the confines of your law, our code, because people like monks were usually thought of as like lawful to a degree, too, because they had a code. Um, as a matter of fact, I made a lawful, evil monk once because he had a code. He had a code. He did all evil things like he murdered people. But there were set like things that had to be in place for that to happen. Um, and kind of like what is saying, like, the lawful part... Okay, so a good example is this. A paladin is lawful good. That means that within the confines of whatever code or law he represents, what, if he's acting on it, it is good. That means if he murders someone who is, like, suspected of being a witch, and if witchcraft is considered evil in his area, murdering that person is good right like mm-hmm. as long as it's within the law he's doing the good thing um and and so that's where lawful evil goes into and like like lawful neutral is very they're very much like the rule based people it's like
2: police officers basically right no
0: nope. <laughs> no that's a that's a murky territory um but like um
2: if the police lawful. worked how it should yes
0: yes in a perfect world yes lawful neutral should be well the police officers should be by most of the means be lawful good if we could help it however the court system should be tr- like um lawful neutral so mm-hmm. the court system is unbiased completely you know like a cop a, in a perfect world a cop would go that is a crime I will stop that crime right now, but I won't murder the person to stop them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll stop the crime, and if it's something petty like like thief, like thievery, like this person stole an apple, I won't put them in prison. I'll make them do community service or right. like make them give back to the shop or something. Something that follows the law and deals out an appropriate form of punishment, that would be the opportune best world with lawful good lawful neutral would be the court system where no matter what, if you bring it in a case, the court system doesn't care. Everything is completely from point one and they look at all things covered, you know? So if mm. you, you stab a dude in the eye and he sued you, but beforehand he tried to beat up your children and punched you and like kicked your groin and you stabbed him in the eye out of like self-defense you know, the court system would, like, go by the law and go, this person assaulted this human being. You are in the wrong. You know, there's no moral ground really there. Um, you're following the law as it is stated. Right. You know? um, and the that, letter, the letter of the later. law. Yeah. And so that's how all the laws work. Lawful evil is manipulating the use of the law. So the evil part is where that comes in. So you're taking evil and you're like, you know, like you're like manipulating it to your, to your. Or,
3: or, just, or the idea too of unjust laws, like laws
0: mm-hmm. that yes. unfairly fit one group of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like race laws um, for those of you Are, in Latin America, <laughs> Jim Crow. <please.
1: laughs> good, uh,
3: like another good example would be those of y'all, if you think about like, all the stories about like genie and things like that. And like a monkey's paw where somebody like wishes for something and they get exactly what they wish for in like a malicious way.
0: Right. Those are much more like manipulative type laws. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So before we go into the other areas, let's just go from the laws points. like lawful, good lawful, neutral lawful, evil. Can we think of examples? Like an example for lawful good, for example, what would be a lawful good character for you?
3: Um, ideally a lot of, like, I know, like, paladins in general
0: stand out as, like, lawful, good character. Oh, um, I was trying to think of, like, a legit character legit or something.
3: Character. Um, hmm. Superman's a lawful, good character.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can
3: see that. Um, <laughs> actually, you know who'd be an even more, good guy? um, no, he's more of a lawful Um, I was thinking of Captain Adam for a minute, but he goes more lawful because he follows orders
0: even. Um, oh yeah,
3: but I, yeah, he tries I to hold Superman,
0: I guess Superman would be one mm-hmm. like lawful good is difficult um at some points because like you'd have to find someone that doesn't go against the law, so like Batman isn't lawful good because he's a vigilante, and by um by their law standards like. He is he is doing something wrong, mm-hmm. you know. So he's he's breaking the right. rules. Um, I guess Superman would be one. Superman would have uh, Daredevil.
3: I think Daredevil would fit in that box in some some versions of Daredevil because he's very focused on like using the legal system to like right wrongs and trying to. But then again, he also does stuff that's not in the right.
0: It's that's cool. what I was saying. Like I was like, um, Daredevil. Uses the law when he is not in his suit, but like I, I guess yeah, I guess the best one would have to be like Superman. That's difficult. I'd go with Superman. A- yeah. So Superman would be like. Well, the- oh, nice, I you know what? I know who's the best example.
2: He's dead. Optim- what are you gonna say? <laughs> I was, I'm, I was thinking of like a transformer. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Prime?
0: Does- I guess. I guess what I was going to say was Ned Stark from um, a, a Song of Ice and Fire, also known as Game of Thrones. Ned Stark, even up to his dying breath, doesn't go against the king of the land because he's the king. And so he does, he, he follows the law up to his death. Like he knows he's going to be killed because of that. That's why playing a lawful good character. I don't think players should ever do because I don't think people would want to do that because your character in your mind, most people in their mind, your character is the superhero. You're supposed to be cool. Being lawful good means you're going to have to do things that like if you, if you're, if your characters went into a kingdom and the king deemed like thievery as horrible and you had a known thief in your party, you would want to arrest that person and this this has happened to me in a game before where i played an escape slave and he would refuse to ever be chained down again but the law of the land like deemed that he would like be taken in for ransom mm-hmm. or whatever um mm-hmm. or for a bounty and i had like a a big fight with a paladin because of the law of the land like i and my character didn't help he like spit in the paladin's face Um,
2: that's what I say
0: about your law yeah so you know it is it it depends on how you do it Um, lawful neutral I can't think of any characters that are lawful neutral
3: yeah it's hard to think
0: of lawful neutral characters because
3: honestly like a lot of people are lawful neutral like they don't break the law if they can avoid it because it's very lawful neutral is also really self motivated or not self motivated self interested because typically lawful neutral means you're following the rules um, because it's like it's what you're supposed to do. Um, yeah, you don't
0: question the rules. Like, they're just there.
3: self are self Following the law is often sort of a thing of avoiding punishment. That's why I say a lot of people are lawful neutral. Mm-hmm. It's because they follow the law to avoid getting in trouble.
0: Yeah, there's not there's not a moral code behind it. There is just... I don't want to be in trouble, so I do what is the status quo, um, because the status quo has not affected me to the degree that I want to go against it. Right. You know, I want to stay within it. C three PO is a perfect example, because C three PO like he he works with the rebels, but he's always like, we shouldn't do that. Like he's a robot, so he has no choice. They're gonna do he's gonna do what he's programmed to right. do. But that's the thing; he doesn't see anything as fully like you know. Or um, another one that is good, um, like Lawful Neutral, would be, what's his name in D.C.? He has the helmet. Dr. Fate. Hmm. Dr. Fate? Dr. Fate, yeah. because he has a set law. It is like the law, and he cannot break that law.
3: Yeah, he's uh-huh. an agent of order, and so mm-hmm. it's always like what is orderly, whether it's good. I mean, wouldn't
2: whatever. that be Lawful Good then, though? No, he's fighting- no he'll, he'll go out and murder somebody for breaking
1: yeah. the law. He will, oh, okay. see,
0: he will take people's like families apart. Break their families apart for the for the greater good, so it so is it's, law, it's very neutral. He doesn't care about it. Um, Itachi is technically yeah. lawful neutral. I, I would call
3: Itachi lawful neutral. Yeah, because he's very he's, he's very much following these the the uh, his idea of the greater good.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Although. And- And he's also following orders.
0: Just because... Now, don't get it wrong. If we say the word greater good, it doesn't mean that that person isn't neutral because usually lawful neutral is doing something to uphold the status quo in the law. So Itachi murdered all of his people for the quote-unquote greater good because the law dictated that they needed to be eliminated. So, you know... um, Garp in One Piece. Luffy's granddad is a lawful neutral... Yeah, um, I my, he follows it very well.
3: I'll um, also say something that I think we need to make clear too. When people think neutral, they often think really things are kind of boring, I think. They're like, oh, people are good or evil, and that's neutral. Neutral has a lot of room for, for moving around. Neutral also to be very self-interested. Like, you don't go out of your way to do good for people. You don't do go out of your way to do things b- bad or do things for your benefit that hurt other people. It's more sort of...
0: lawful not not lawful but neutral in general um right next to chaotic is the one that's chosen the most but is played the worst because i think Mm -hmm. people think you can just i think it's usually an excuse to just be however you want like you don't have to stay within a confine but it's not you there's nuances to how you do things and how you have to perform um but yeah um, what Dustin said is also still holds up. Like, you can have different, like, changes there. Um, but okay, lawful evil. The best one I have is Akainu from One Piece.
3: Yeah, I would call Akainu the lawful evil. He follows the rule of the law and doesn't care if he does evil things and things that people are trying to tell him, no, don't do that. He just
0: does it. Or he uses the law to get what he, like, he
2: wants through it. uh The Kingpin from Spider Man. Mm, maybe.
0: because
2: yeah, mm. he's very orderly. He, but he's.
0: Way. I would categorize him as neutral evil. Like he plays around a lot with the the rules. Like, okay, so no that. But didn't you say though that right? Lawful evil do that. So it's a little bit more difficult there because lawful evil can sometimes be like within the same things. Okay. This is why alignments can be played for. <laughs> I would say Kingpin isn't lawful evil because he doesn't do things within the law. He just doesn't get yeah, caught. Break the rules. Lawful evil to me, if we're going comic books, would be Lex Luthor, right? Yeah. To some degree. Although he does a lot of evil, evil things. No, yeah. no. So they both do evil, but Lex uh, Luthor literally... Like yeah, they do illegal things, and I think the thing is, is that all of them do legal things. But Lex always has a company or a position that allows him to have absolute authority. Like Lex becomes president. I would call Darkseid lawful evil too, because he's very much about order, and
3: uh, but he's he's the one who sets the rules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does
0: yes, that make sense? I see what you mean. It's weird with side because he's so powerful. Like
2: I was, yeah. like, I was like, so hey, when like Thanos
0: would be that too with who thanos um maybe some ways yes no but see thanos is delusional that's the problem thanos is literally like he's it's the thing is thanos thinks literally what he's doing is for good and if you go based off of the internal morality system for him, he would be on one of the more... He's important. chaotic good to himself. Right. He's chaotic. Our neutral good. He's neutral good because
1: yeah, he's, he said... If he
0: doesn't that, want to... He wants rules.
3: He has a, he has ideas of how things should work. Right. But he doesn't... And want, that was... I'm
0: sorry. Go ahead. Oh, what are you going to say? Go ahead.
3: I was going to say that's the other reason why I would argue that Darkseid is lawful evil is because he has an idea of, like, order like and how things should
0: be operated, like, smoothly. I can see that it's it's very difficult for me to say that because he is so <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous that the whole lawful part is weird but because he can like just break laws and remake them because he is dark side um um but yeah okay then yeah that would I think be- rules are kind of critical to the lawful
3: distinct order and and following a code I think is really sort of what makes
0: part of what makes the lawful thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think also the often is, following a code that is shared by a group of people.
0: Yes, typically, typically you can always have an internal law that is set up if you're like you know you let your DM know and everything like that, and it can still throw into the lawful area. But it is usually a more widely known law. Yeah. Because you can't you can't say oh
3: I follow my own code so I'm lawful right. good right it's chaotic good
0: it, or if you do. You have to... That code has to have many attachments to it. Like, you have to make... Per, you have to make limitations for your character. So, one, like, I go back to my monk. My monk was lawful evil. But he could not kill innocents. Like, he couldn't just kill anybody. They had to be a fighter. And they had to be a strong fighter. So, he didn't, he didn't just walk into, like, a training ground. And was like, I'm finna kill all the recruits. You know? Like, he had... They had to be a person that was a challenge... And then, when he killed the person, he had to go through a ritual of removing their heart, and then meditating after killing that person. Fucking was he an Aztec or something? No, he was like (laughs) he was like this gourd carrying. He was a drow. He was a um a, a drow monk, and he had a whole blood ritual that required him to, in order for him to become stronger, he had to kill strong warriors. Not just fight them. So he had to kill them. Um, And and I always put the more evil portion not just in him killing them, but then him using their heart as like uh, an object to increase his power. Uh, But yeah, that's all the lawfuls. Let's go into the neutrals. Um, Neutrals are always difficult. Um, So there's neutral good, true neutral, and neutral evil. So neutral good. Who wants to tackle that beast?
3: Neutral good is, I think, fa- wanting to do good things, but not too hard. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... like, if you donate. Like, if you'll, you know, you'll comment on Facebook that, that support them, <laughs> um, but you won't go like risk getting in trouble.
0: <laughs> yes. No. No. Dustin is completely right. Neutral good in real life is one of the most annoying things ever, and um, it's that it's the hashtag crowd. It's the crowd of people, and so okay. So when we go for lawful neutral, those are the people who avoid all the problems, and they keep with the status quo by being silent. Um, um, and they. And if it's and if it's yeah, they they're the one yeah you yeah. said
3: neutral awful neutral okay. awful
0: neutral yeah. and now neutral good what well, we um what Dustin has said before neutral good is literally I want to help but I don't want to do that much um yeah. I or I'll do I'll help here because
3: nobody will watch me doing it so I can get away with helping
0: uh huh like they are they want to help people are right, you know what you can. And this is more of a real-world thing. Um, but there's also the good types of neutral good people who are people who are good without the need of a law to make them do it. So that's another way to look at it. So the way Dustin said it is very much true. Like, that is that is the... Um, um, like you you are advancing mediocrity, basically. Like, you're not going too far. That's what I've heard and read about sometimes when it comes to neutral good, is that, like, you are keeping, like, the bare minimum. But another way to interpret neutral good is, like, you are a Doctors Without Borders. Mm. Mm. Like, you're just helping people to help them. Like, you're not chaotic, because it's not like you're breaking the law to do it. But right. you're definitely not, like... You know how some horrible people will be like, why are you helping those other people in the other country? Why not help people here? It's like, you know, you are helping where help can be done and where you can help. Um, mm-hmm. neutral good is definitely, I would say, it may be a little bit easier to play because you can do the bare minimum. But if right. you do true neutral good, you are doing it's 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 very like doctors are the best examples. Like you're a neutral good, you're gonna help hurt people regardless, you know. Um, but that could also mean that you just put hashtags up, you know. Um, but yeah, so that would be neutral good. Can y'all think of anyone that goes in a neutral good?
2: My God! Oh my God! I know! I know! No, neither do you play like Rambo Six Siege. <laughs> but when I, when you said <laughs> doctors without borders, like you do like. But, like, then it also could mean, like, you do, like, the minimum. I'm thinking of the doc from Rainbow Six Siege. He's, like, one of his, like, uh, quotes is, like, I- I'm going to go where, like, I'm going to cut the disease at its roots. And that's why he, like, joins the military, even though he's a doctor. Okay, yeah, I can see that. But he's not, like, an actual, like, character. I mean, I mean he is, but, like, Rainbow Six Siege is not that deep.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Um, yeah, I could, I could see that. Um, (sighs) best one I can think of. I almost want to say Edward Elric.
3: Yeah, I could see that. He tries to help people to some degree. He's got some, he also is kind of selfishly motivated.
0: Right. He's kind of selfishly motivated, but he just helps to help. But I could also see him being chaotic. Good too. It, it
3: varies. That's another thing, too, is it, I think... It's but he's got to be
0: lawful because he's got to follow the rules.
3: And that's the thing, too. I think the consideration is neutral good also often kind of encapsulates the people who don't usually try to follow the law, mm-hmm. but don't, or don't follow the law, you know, with exception, but they also don't break the law just on the whim all the time either. Mm-hmm. They that's follow I mean. the law when somebody's watching. And then if it's not convenient and they can get away with it, they'll not follow the law.
1: Mm, okay. It's
0: like L from like Death Note. Mm. Even though he's a detective, he I wouldn't call him lawful.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. I um,
2: will not think anyone heard me.
0: What did you say? Sorry, Arnold.
2: <laughs> I said, would Spider-Man fit that then?
0: Yes. I would say Spider. Yeah. Okay. What would, would you say, Dustin? What were you gonna say?
3: Yeah, go ahead. What are we gonna say, Arnold?
2: Because uh, well, I was gonna say like he's even though he's like everyone like goes at like you know what's his name uh, James Johnson's like he's a vigilante, but he's he's not really like he's not Batman, right? No, he's just that like, he's just like a kid. He's doing just a friendly neighborhood Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, he's
3: not like Batman shooting missiles at people, and no, he's not actually. shooting. Unless you're watching that Zack Snyder movie, Um, he's not Batman like beating up people and like putting them in the hospital because they're committing a crime. He Mm -hmm. um, he's more likely to be like, you know, out there just doing random acts of kindness at times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So neutral good would fit him pretty well. Okay. Um, All right. So true neutral. Wait, no other characters. I can't. It's very hard to get a neutral good. I think we said all the ones we could.
3: Um, I think a lot of characters wind up in neutral good, even
0: when they're intended to be other other
3: types of good.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, neutral good is Aang, wouldn't Aang from Avatar be neutral good?
3: Yeah, because he's trying to he's he's well intentioned.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's
3: definitely And that's not- a lot of it. Like I think the the line for me on the good and evil ones is like what do you what is your motive most of the time? Are you doing stuff for your own benefit? Are you trying to actively like do things because you're like,
0: oh, I want to help you? Or how far uh, will you go to do what you want to do? So yeah. lawful good, you wouldn't do too much to do good because if it's outside the law, like you just follow the law, and that to hmm. you would be good. Like neutral good, you can kind of go either way, but you don't like you don't follow the law too much. And you also wouldn't, like, break it to an extreme. Right. But, yeah, that's where the chaotics come in because that's where you, like, completely. I think a good
3: way to, to take a step back for a minute is a lawful good person would be more likely to, um, if somebody was, like, stealing, to try to help them out but also say, well, I want to help you out, but I also have to turn you in because you broke the law. Um, you might give them, a you know, like, offer to help them once they go to, go to, to jail or whatever um, that would be more like I guess lawful good and then like the neutral good might be like well did anybody else see it
0: yeah okay I can see what you mean that's what actually what I was going to say a second ago
3: chaotic is like like, well you know what this law is crooked anyways let's smash the system
0: or like they're like oh you're hungry here take like four more Yeah. yeah 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 so okay um okay true neutral or just neutral this is the one I hate the most. <laughs> I don't like neutrals too much. <laughs> neutral. Um... All I can think of when he said that was
3: was Zap Brannigan in that episode of Futurama. It's like the neutrals. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I do. I think I do remember that one. Yeah, there's
3: this whole Philly's like, you can't predict them. They're so, so lukewarm in their
0: neutrality. Mm-hmm. Now, and now I will say this I will be trying to play a completely neutral person in the future. Which would be a headache and a half. But, and I may change that.
2: I'm not sure yet. But. Um, I mean, it'd be your fault. Huh? it be your fault. You're the one picking yeah, it. Yeah,
0: no, I know. That's why I haven't picked yet. But I, I'm, I'm leaning towards um neutral because of just how my character is and their mentality. But neutral people typically are just, they just do what they do. Yep. That's pretty much it. And if you play it poorly as a player, and that's my biggest problem with neutral, is that a lot of people go neutral because again they can just be who they want to, but they don't create any deep characterization from being neutral. Right. They it's just it's a way for a person to be their character in a tabletop game with, with the uh, with their mindset. So it's just yeah. them with abilities.
3: And yeah, it's it's, not, it's whatever I want to do, whatever is convenient at the time, rather mm-hmm. than having a internal logic of what the character would do. Right. What what the character would think.
0: Right. And one big thing is that like, um, um, for people that don't like a lot of people don't do the negatives that come with being purely neutral. Like for instance, you're supposed to be pretty apathetic. You're not supposed to care. So if someone is getting robbed, unless it's beneficial to you or if the robber is affecting you, you wouldn't usually act. Now, would you prefer that no one's getting robbed? Sure. Like, as a neutral character, you wouldn't want that. But there's no motivation for your character to act. So when you... The poor people who do, like, neutral characters in a tabletop game, they'll make their neutral character react to the thief, you know? um, Or they'll make them react to the thief, but then the neutral character doesn't do anything to, like, try to get anything from it. They don't try to profit off of it. Um, which is not what a neutral character would do. A neutral character would just stand there, let it happen. Like, why would I bother
2: to go it's, out of the way? I like a, too much of a hassle.
0: Yeah. It's, it's too much of a hassle. Like, why would I put in all the effort to, to do this when this person hasn't affected me? You know, neutral people, I don't think want evil things to happen, but they're not going to stop them from happening unless they affect them.
3: Yeah, they're not committed to. Oh, this affects
0: other people and it's bad. I got to stop it. It's like,
3: well, it's not hurting me, so right.
0: Or like, yeah, it's just they're just indifferent to it. Um, I guess a really good example of some of those would be like, hmm, I almost want to say Spike Spiegel.
3: He's pretty
0: neutral. He's very neutral. He has some nuances. Of I would say things. he sometimes
3: branches into neutral good, though. That's sometimes what I was going to say. Puts at risk to help other people.
0: Right. But I was going to say the reason he does that is because the big theme about Cowboy Bebop, I don't think people pick up a lot, is that like Spike doesn't care. like.
1: Yeah,
3: he has like, no concern about his life. His He's life. He's like,
0: not self-preservation. Like He doesn't really care about that. He considers
3: himself to already be kind of dead.
0: So. Right. So Spike, I guess, would be a somewhat good. One he can kind of lean over. Um, I would say, um, Jet Black
3: on that note takes a, talks a good neutral game, he's no, not really yeah, good.
0: he's very much in good. He's very much in a good one. I <laughs> think that
3: guy's like, We really can't go do that. That's too much. We can't, we don't have the fuel for that. That's going to be a big expense, and then he does it.
0: I would he say he's like neutral good usually. Yeah, he is. Um,
3: he tries I would, to act
0: like he's true neutral. Yeah, he puts on that tough guy. Like I would say, a lot of young people and teenagers think they're true neutral. Like you know, I everyone's so like,
3: unbiased. I'm rational and logical and unbiased. I'm unbiased.
0: I don't care. You can't know me. I don't have any biases in my body. And it's like, shut up. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would say. In a real world thing, most teenagers. I would say guts from Berserk. Yeah, I could see that. He doesn't really care about. He's got his one motive, and that's right. all that. And that's an internalized thing, so. I oh, don't know. Arnold, can you think of anyone that's purely. <gasps> Luffy! Mm-hmm. No, is Luffy neutral good? Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know. Luffy sometimes also is like. Oh, we got to do this, guys. Because that's wrong. So,
0: but the thing, like... I have seen Luffy watch people get beat up. Like, he will just stare <laughs> because you aren't strong enough to defend yourself. Luffy will watch you get beat up. He has said it as such. He'll be like, why didn't you fight back? And like, but Luffy, you're right there. You're capable of beating their butt. Why didn't you help out? Luffy's
3: always funny on that note, too, because then, like, the person tries to fight back and can't, but since they did try, Luffy like sweeps it. That's what I was
0: gonna become... say is that Luffy, it feels very like a neutral mindset that Luffy would be. Cause as much as, as much craziness as he makes, I wouldn't call Luffy good. Like, not, 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 not chaotic good. I mean, sorry. He could be neutral good. And I think, I don't see him as chaotic good. Do you guys? I don't know. No, I don't think so. What do you say, he Arnold? Does he does
3: some very selfish
0: things. That's what I was going to say. It's it's the selfishness. Our Luffy wouldn't do anything that doesn't benefit him that makes him true neutral to me. But what do you think, Arnold?
2: I'm trying to think of, like... I mean, he helps out Zoro when he didn't really need to. No, he wanted Zoro on his crew. Oh, that's true. You know what? We just realized how
3: selfish Luffy is. Luffy's yeah.
0: extremely selfish. I love Luffy, but but most um most shonen protagonists are selfish. Maybe we just need to change this this alignment to selfish.
3: Ah, uh, yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so selfish.
0: Like but, selfish. But I think Luffy does perfectly the I don't care, because he's not like, he clearly, there's things he likes. Like, he likes to have fun. He likes his friends. Oh, but you know
2: what he did. He does like leave Usopp.
0: Well, that was because Zoro has sworn that he would leave too, because Usopp true. disrespected Luffy, and Luffy was gonna forgive him as a friend. But he was like, "No, Usopp needs to apologize for being offensive," um, and then we can let him back on, because it was it was about it was about rank at that point. Luffy was the I captain. I forgot
3: that episode where Usopp almost got canceled.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was like Luffy, It was like Luffy destroyed the ship because it was damaged, and it was an executive position. Usopp didn't like that because he loved the going merry because that was given to him by his friend, and um, Luffy. They got into a big fight, and then Zoro was like, "You fought the captain. You cannot. We we are not letting him on the ship." Huh? I said that's mutiny. Yeah, he was like, "You basically did mutiny." And if you do that, Luffy, if you let him on without him having to apologize, then you are setting an example and a tone for the rest of the ship that you are a captain that can just be, like, le- like that easily swayed back and forth. Um, so I would say Luffy is true neutral. It's where he fits the best. He doesn't fit anywhere else really well. Borderlining true, like, neutral good, but, like, mostly true neutral. Um... Neutral evil, that's like. There's
3: a lot of people that that fit in there, but it's also hard to come up with a good clearance. Yeah,
0: like. uh, People like, they're usually just like, they just do evil to do evil. Uh, I don't know. I kind of put that in the chaotic. No, 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 no. So, okay, hear me out. Neutral evil is that they do evil like how do I put it?
1: They're, neutral just, they're evil
0: selfish. Is that,
3: person that pulls into that space that you wanted just because they can and they wasn't Yeah, a yeah, yeah.
0: like yeah, like <laughs> they do it for themselves. Like Dustin's really good at being these real world <laughs> applications <laughs> to the evil thing, but it's like no, like neutral evil. So okay, that's a good thing to look at. It neutral means selfish almost all the way through. Neutral good, you're doing it because you want to do good. You're not going to fully break anything. You're not going to fully obey anything. You do it because you want to. Neutral evil, I mean, I mean, true neutral, you're all about yourself for the most part. Neutral evil, you do evil things um, because they will benefit you. Purely because of that, like you're not doing it for a greater evil purpose. You're not doing it... Um, to be malicious. Right. You're not doing it for maliciousness. So you're not doing it... You're not doing it for the shits and giggles. Like you're not the chaotic j- evil. Right. That's the that's the chaotic evil. And we'll get into that. Oh my God. And But then you're not lawful evil because you're not following the code. You're not following the laws. You know, you're not doing lawyer talk as people talk about it. Um, you are just evil for your own benefit. So, if, hmm, yeah, yeah, that would be the best one. Oh, a perfect example would be um, Doflamingo. He's neutral yeah. evil. Yeah, he's not really chaotic, he's not really And wealthy. I know people will get confused, They're like, but doesn't he work for the Marines? would not that making part of the law? I was like, he's part of it, he doesn't follow it early at all and he's definitely got an organized way of how he does things and there's a methodology for it and it's all about satisfying his own pleasures so he's not going he's not doing evil literally every time he meets somebody he's it's always about his goal to just get what he wants at the end and that would make him neutral evil in my opinion um yeah i could yeah, yeah i can see that Yeah. I'm trying to think of someone else. Another good neutral evil person. Um, I thought
2: Lex Luthor would fit in this one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I... I always am not sure because Lex wants to help out humanity. He just wants credit for it. So I see definitely what you mean where that like neutral evil comes from, though. Go ahead, Arnold. Sorry, what are you going to say? Uh no, I'm just I'm thinking now. I would I would agree. I would say that Lex is. He can go in between. Okay. But I could see neutral evil being um. That I would also say Gendo Ikari.
3: Gendo Ikari
0: from um from Neon Evangel- Genesis yeah Evangelion. I oh, would say I he would be neutral evil. Because he he does horrible things to people, but there's an order and a direction that benefits him. That he's doing it for, he's not just causing chaos around the earth. He's doing it for himself. Um, Cinder from Ruby would be like neutral evil.
2: What about the guy from Ennebis who experiments on the kids? He
0: would be neutral evil. Neutral evil people are just doing stuff for themselves. There's no, like, real code or no, anything. No yeah,
3: the big thing is they just don't... They don't have any sort of compunction to not do something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just are going to do it. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say neutral... Those are some good examples of, like, neutral evil. Um, all right. Let's get into the chaotic. Um, chaotic. Actually, oh, sorry. Really yeah, it's chaotics easy. are real easy, um, which is funny. Um, chaotics basically are people who start up stuff without any regard for anything else. Um, I just want to interject that when you said chaotics, so I just thought of like chaotic. The, you thought
3: about what? Chaotix from Sonic. Like, That's what yeah, I've, I've been think thinking. I thinking I've been
0: think. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. I've been thinking about that the whole time. That Chaotix, like every time I say Chaotic, I'm like thinking of Chaotix, the group. Um, yeah, I'm thinking group. of like
2: Bex and the Ninja, the bumblebee guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Crocodile. Um, <laughs> good to yep. see that we're all on the same page. Um, <laughs> chaotic Good is basically Robin Hood. Um, yep. and this would also be where some people like to place like Luffy at times, like when we were talking earlier. Um, and he could easily go there. I w- won't say that Luffy is completely all in the tree. I believe he's true neutral, but I could see the argument being made for Luffy. But, um, to give a good example, chaotic goods are people who disregard the law for the benefit of the people. Um, so, stealing is wrong, right? Okay, mm-hmm. that's by the law. Stealing is bad. Robin Hood will steal and then give that money to the poor. He'll steal from the rich, though. He doesn't steals steal from poor from people. people. who
3: will, in the long run, not to give it to people. Right. Or sometimes steals from people who have done evil things. And so, he, he kind of justifies that they are... You know, okay to steal
0: from chaotic good are people who believe in an actual working trickle down effect. <laughs> <laughs> they believe if it if it was if it actually worked in the way that people politicians claim it does, chaotic good people will be just fine because it is literally taking from something that is not going to be harmed by it to give towards someone else that um, would be harmed without it. Yeah. Um, or. Cases
3: take take from someone who can be justified as evil because of uh, behaviors and things like that. So yes, that it's to, off- to help someone who has been um, is it's seen as like neutral at worst.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People will view chaotic good as you can do what you want, so long as, so long as you're not you people think chaotic good means instantaneously breaking rules. Like, Mm -hmm. I think people, if you point playing that wrong, people will view chaotic good as just completely disheveling rules. What I look at as chaotic good is almost like the people who think the ends justify the means. They almost Mm -hmm. don't have that weird duality with lawful good because lawful good can think of that the same way. Like, because like chaotic good people will go okay murder in this town is bad um but the 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 murder that they justify is bad is only when the knights aren't murdering the civilians citizens murdering knights is bad that's bad chaotic good person will come in and be like what you're murdering civilians that's horrible and someone will go, no, 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 we should follow their rules, we should respect their laws. The chaotic good person will go, screw your laws, and they'll, like, impel somebody. And mm-hmm. that's where the Luffy thing comes in. Because Luffy, when he sees something bad is happening, Luffy will just straight up punch somebody. Like, yeah. people will be like, don't do that. Um, can we think Luffy, of... Luffy, we're right. undercover. Right, yeah, yeah, Luffy, we're undercover. Be quiet, Luffy sees something bad happening. Luffy says, fuck the cover. Like... I'm about to punch everybody.
2: Um, is this where we would be put like Batman and Green Arrow?
0: Yes, Batman. Green uh, Arrow is super chaotic. Yes, here. Green Arrow is almost more chaotic good than Batman. Almost, yeah. Green Arrow will stop eventually. But like, like Green Arrow is definitely there. Him and Batman. Um, Bakker, the Punisher. The Pun. Yes. Yes, no, yeah, he's there. I would call the Punisher chaotic chaotic neutral. neutral. Okay, agreed. (laughs) Good. I'm glad that's the thing, so too. I'll put him in chaotic neutral. Bakugo is chaotic good, yeah. He's definitely good. he's like he's
3: the kind <laughs> love, of kid. I love moments with Bakugo where he goes and does something really positive, but nobody appreciates it because he's so loud and obnoxious. When he well, he it. literally
0: he literally puts salt on whatever sugar he just gave someone. So like he yeah. save somebody, he's like, "Why didn't you run?" Bakugo's, Bakugo saves someone's life, and then they're like, "Thank you," and
3: he's like, "Well, you shouldn't have been in the frigging way." Right? Yeah,
0: he'd be like, "Why were you in the way of a falling building, you moron?" Like. <laughs> Like, he will c- completely insult the person um, that he is saving. Um, he's the more fantastical form of chaotic good. Like, he's, like, the fun type of, like, that's how that's how I think most people want to be chaotic good. Um, Kamina from um, Tingatapa Topa Lagann, he would technically be chaotic good. Like, he is very much, like, breaking the rules for the betterment of the people. Um, His drill will pierce through the heavens. Mm-hmm. What's the guy? Uh, is it Lee or Ling from Full Metal Alchemist? Oh, Ling Yao. Mm-hmm. Ling Yao's chaotic
3: good. Yeah. Ling, Ling Yao's like, hey, I gotta do better for my people. It's like,
0: don't you know you're gonna have to like overthrow your your father? Yeah. He's like, oh, whatever. It's it's a bad system anyway. It's just a system everyone got used to. Um, in real life examples, protesters are chaotic good, like. That's what protesting is all about. It's you're going to be loud. You're going to be obnoxious. You're going to be rowdy. A lot of people in the true neutral, um, or the lawful neutral area will be upset by it and scared by it because they're they they think the status quo is fine. But you get chaotic good. That's protesters. They're like, oh my goodness, this is stupid. We're, no one's doing anything via the law, so we got to be chaotic about it. Yep. Um. But yeah. Chaotic, good, chaotic, neutral. Is more difficult to play than people think, but it's what yeah. everyone wants to be too. Um,
3: As we said, sure just a moment ago, he does what he thinks is right, um, even though other people can reasonably disagree at times that it's a bad thing. Sometimes people agree with him
0: that, oh yeah, you're right. I would say chaotic neutral are also people. So all, here's all the chaotic neutral people I'm thinking of in my head. Um, okay. chaotic neutral people have some form of like, I, I deal about things, but they also think about how that will be like done down the line. And they, they kind of, they're, they're usually the emo characters in certain things. So I think of like, he is chaotic neutral from you, Hakusho. Um, Excuse me. Um I would say Scar is chaotic neutral. From which, um oh yes. From um, Alchemists oh. are from Hunter Hunter. Well, no, Hisoka definitely does some evil. Um like like Scar and He, like they will kill people. They have no problem killing people, but the, which, the killing which breaks the lawful part in right. most you, you break the lawful part in that area But then the neutral part is, is that they're like, they want, they believe that like, they believe people who are goody two-shoes are idiots. Mm -hmm.
2: And they believe
0: that like society's restrictions are not okay. And they're they're the things that led to the issues. So Scar has a good reason to be chaotic neutral because his people were subjugated to all the crap. He couldn't be evil because he is killing people who do bad things. And he's not necessarily good because, because well he's killing he's killing <laughs> people and he's killing people more indiscriminately. It's not chaotic good. So chaotic good you can still kill people, but new like chaotic neutral is where you disregard like you're just like you're part of the system. Like you kinda gotta go. Like um they don't care for like any form of order. Are like authority and stuff like that. Typically, you're chaotic neutral. So that that um, ex-slave that I had that I played in um, my D and D campaign, his big again, his big thing was that he just hated rules. He was chaotic neutral. He hated he hated rules and he hated like law. So we had a paladin in the group. So guess who he knocked heads with all the time? Like and um. This was a person who I didn't always want to get into a fight with in real life, but in the game, my character would constantly, like, whenever he said, we should do something because this is what someone told him, he's like, why are my character would look him dead in the face and be like, why are you doing something just because someone told you to do it? Like, what kind of moron are you? Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, or, there was a riot, um, not a riot, there was a, um, our characters were, like, locked up inside of a cell and um I, I was a barbarian so i was really strong and um my character was like he started to rage out i even asked the dm i was like can my character get like a strength boost to get angry at the chains and like he broke out the chains and and the guards had found out that they are broken through so i was like so there's other prisoners here right and he was like yeah and we decided to i my character broke all of their chains and and while the chaos was happening, I ripped off of, I ripped off a door and I hurled it into the crowd to, like, start a riot. And I was like, start a riot! like, threw it in there. Um, <laughs> and, like, I threw it in and I was like, we're out of here! Like, I was like, we're getting out of here. Um, chaotic neutral people are usually, like, the people who are not held down by anything. They just free float kind of stuff. They do what they, they want to do. Um people you can be unpredictable as a chaotic neutral person but you're not like lol I'm random you know that's what some people think Yeah a lot of people think cuz like my 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 barbarian didn't just start a fight in a bar you know <laughs> like you had to like try to lock him down with something before he would like punch you Um but yeah like Dustin says like a lot of people think of well, I'm chaotic neutral. I'll just do whatever I want. Lol. You know. Um, can you guys think of other chaotic neutrals?
2: Uh, Catwoman. Oh,
0: wow. That's a good one. How did you think of she- that one? How did you know, read comic looks like that? How did you think of that one? That's a good one.
2: Um, well, I played the Batman games.
0: Yeah, Catwoman's a good one. She's very good. Dustin, can you think of any? Um,
3: yeah. Not not particularly. There's a lot of characters that kind of fall in that category. A lot of the characters that are like motivated by their own like moral code mm-hmm. that you can't really say for sure it's like good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not necessarily heuristic, I put in the chaotic nature. Yeah. I
0: agree with that.
3: I agree with that. A lot of people think they're chaotic good when they're really chaotic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because characters people people want to be chaotic good because it seems cool, but chaotic good would means that you are disregarding your own safety in order to mm. ensure the well-being of other people. And so that's what makes it chaotic. Like, you're just going into the fray. Um, okay, finally, last one. Um, the easiest one. The one everyone <laughs> knows. The one there's plenty of examples of because it's the most generic way to try to make a, a, a stimulating villain. I want to say a good one. Just one that makes you want to look at them. Um, chaotic evil Um, chaotic evil is what it sounds like you are evil and you just do evil and you want to be evil all the time you don't necessarily have compulsions for your evil Um, you are just evil to be it you are Um, evil for the lulls literally for the lulls Um, like and. And you know this, because most chaotic evil people, their defining characteristic is laughter of some sort. (laughs) So the Joker, clearly the most obvious one, um, at least when he's done well and they're not trying to make Joaquin Phoenix say something deep. um, The Joker is typically just, I just do evil. But in order to do it perfectly, it can't just be, lulls. I'm so random. It has to be, When someone is like, why are you doing this act? You just look at them, and you just like, I can. Like, (laughs) that's why I'm doing it. What was
3: the Alfred line? Some people just want to watch the world burn.
0: Yeah, you just want to watch the world burn. And if you do a chaotic evil character well, they're one of the perfect characters to drive things of, like, they're the love to hate villains. Like, they're Mm -hmm. done so well. Um perfect example um um blackbeard yeah. from one piece like teach is perfectly he just wrecks people's day for no uh, there's no, you don't even understand why he's doing it like the shows up and you're like why'd you do that do you have something you're going to get out ah, maybe. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, I can just do this. I want this. He definitely has goals. Like, you can be chaotic evil and have a goal, but the way you do it, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. Um, there's a- often a lot of maliciousness, like, baked into it. They're
3: like, yeah. Yeah, I could take this and not cause any damage, but I'm just going to kick this over while I'm at it. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a good example. If the Joker could easily shoot people and kill them. But he uses a neurotoxin that makes you suffocate while laughing to do it. Like, like, I don't know if people know this about the Joker. A lot of people forget this. The reason a lot of people die with smiles on their faces is because he has used a poison to, to, to make you get disfigure that way. Like, your bones and everything breaks and crack while it's happening. But you're laughing the whole time. Um, I would say Kimblee is chaotic evil. Because he just wants to watch things blow up. Including people. Including people. He just like, I can blow people up and that's fun. So I'm going to do that. Um, yeah. I would say that. Um, those are good examples of chaotic evil. Can you guys think of any?
3: I think we got most of the
0: big ones. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, we kind of answered this question a little bit. And I only have two questions before we end. Like... Are alignments helpful, and do people use them well? You know, go ahead. I mean, actually go ahead, Arnold.
2: I don't, I don't play a lot of games with alignments, mm-hmm. so I can't say for sure if people do them well. Do you play a lot of games
0: with moral choices in them? Okay, say that again. Do you play a lot of games with moral choices in them?
2: Not really. Okay.
0: Okay. Then, yeah, I mean
2: cool. I, like the only one I can think of like off the top of my head is like obviously there's fallout three where there's the whole alignment system
0: right right do you ever feel that those are too barred in that you can't really be yourself as a character the, the, I you know?
2: mm-hmm. I've actually always enjoyed a alignment system I don't I don't understand when people say it's I mean I guess I can but like when people say it's restrictive if you have an alignment, but then that means like you just your character is just all willy nilly, you know what I mean? No,
0: I get what you mean. I get what you. Because like,
2: how can you want to be a good guy but then do? I mean, obviously there's the chaotic good where we have the example of like Batman and Green Arrow. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do good, but like outside of the law. But like if you're, if I I'm gonna be good, but I just fucking randomly steal shit for my own be- good. Like that that, does, that doesn't make sense for character progression.
0: Yeah. No. That, that, that makes sense. I can understand that. Um, well, all I can think of what Arnold said that was how many times I've
3: been I've seen D&D parties where you have the character who is air quotes, lawful good
0: um, mm-hmm. whose first question is hey, what, what does he have in his pockets? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I have DM'd many a lawful good character that um, that has done that. Um, and um, it is aggravating because players will, they will argue. They're like, well, my character can do this. It's just, I'm just digging in pockets. And it's like, it's not you. well like, first off, if someone's dead, why are you wanting to dig in their pockets? Particularly if you're claiming you're a good person. Yeah. Wouldn't
2: you want to like dig a grave for them or something?
0: Are you know, like, if you're a lawful person, like, yeah, multiple things. Your character could be religious. You would pray for them. Like, you could do multiple things before digging in their pockets. Um, but that's the whole joke where d players are just murder hobos, where, like, you, know you are stabbing people to take their stuff. Um, and so, yeah, like, that's a, that's a big point. I would say alignments are helpful, but I don't think people use them well at all. And this is why I am very... When I make a character, people will notice Dustin knows this too. Like, I will get almost everything down to the detail of like, okay, my character was born here, so I would use this weapon. Or, and my character will react this way. And even my backstories line up their morality um, in a way that's like, okay, here's several different examples of my character in different situations doing these kinds of things. Um, and why they develop how they are. So... Um, And I do, I use an alignment to start that off, but then I'm like, okay, so how do I do this? And it's why I, like mentioned in the podcast before, I'm having a difficult time trying to pick my alignment because I want that alignment to be there, but I want to be true to it. So I have to think of different scenarios. And I don't think a lot of players want to put in that work, Um, which it's fair to a degree, but it's just like, just don't declare like an alignment. As a DM, I make almost everyone declare an alignment. Because it helps out with role playing. I feel when you are, if you're a demon, if you don't have people have alignment, you're going to have people just one day they're doing this, the next day they're doing that, and it's all going to be everywhere.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But I don't think people completely use it well. Not overall. I have met people who'd use their alignments just fine. I think the alignment that's easiest for people to do typically are evil ones. I think the ones everyone likes to do is chaotic ones.
2: I mean, the, the ev- evil ones are like the murder hobos, right?
0: Well, no. Murder hobo is just what a joke is for all players who play D&D. The evil ones, I think people like to do evil and chaotic ones is because you can. it's a fantasy world and your inhibitions can be let go. Mm. Like, if you're a lawful good character, you can't get drunk in the bar. Like, you just can't have to drink moderation. Yeah, you have to drink in moderation or not drink at all. Um and people don't like that. People like going into the bar and drinking and getting a winch. Like, <laughs> like that is what. I'm huh? uh, not. I'm not. I I answer that. Question. <laughs> okay. Um. But okay. Finally, last question before we head out for today. Um. Can you change your alignment and how? If you can, should it be done?
2: Uh. I mean. Yes. But I feel like your character should, but to change like your alignment, I feel like your character. I don't want to say they have to go through like a traumatic experience.
0: <laughs> I would,
2: but I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess. So like something <laughs> that would something that changes their perspective on life, I guess. Yes. So like, let like, like, you're like a, a paladin, like a good paladin, right? But you find out like, the church is like, burning, like you know, they're burning witches, which is like a paladin thing. But then it also means that any person that is suspect of being a witch. Mm-hmm. So even innocent people. And you realize, you know what? That's not fucking cool. Yeah. So um, like over time when your character finds like, oh my God, they're even burning like children for suspect of magic. Then that's when you go like, fuck, I-, I can't do it anymore.
0: I like how you said that, Arnold, that there's this gradual move. Like, I think you should go be going through like the stages of grief. When you're changing your alignment, because and oh, let me ask Dustin before I go into mine. Do you think Dustin the same thing as Arnold, or do you think differently? I I'm tend to agree with that. There ought to be some. It ought to be character. It
2: needs mm-hmm. to be significant. It needs to be a big, um...
0: a big change.
2: It's your character's anime arc. No, yeah,
0: and no, that makes sense because like in okay, so there's a character in Tales of Azuria who she is basically lawful good. She becomes more neutral good, um, almost chaotic good near the end. But it takes half the game. Like, she is slowly seeing things differently that are changing over time in front of her. She's not going to, like... People, like, think that you should just change your mind instantaneously. No, it takes some time. You know, you got to train, retrain your brain to think differently. And that takes time. And it should be a large-scale change. Um, I had someone who started off as Chaotic Good in a campaign, and they became Chaotic Evil, which yeah. isn't the best change, but sure, I went with it. I But it took a long time, and I realized that they had become Chaotic Evil, and the final thing was, um, I remember when this happened, I had, a, I had a character who had been their friend for the longest time he was manipulating them throughout the entire campaign and he had tricked them into getting a deity. No, they killed the demon deity to trap all of his power inside of a crystal so that they could reawaken his full power. And when he got all of that power, he turned to the person who had become chaotic evil in the party and this solidified it. And he gave them the option to join him and he would increase their power. Um, I also have very epic music playing in the background. And I remember it getting everyone in the room so excited that the players were silent. And our roommate at the time was on the couch watching something. And all you could hear him scream was say, Do it! Take the offer! Take the (laughs) offer! He was like, Take it! And like, it was pretty good. But that took a large portion of the campaign. So I definitely think you can change your alignment. I just think it takes time. Um... But, all right. It was a good episode, everybody. That was our alignment episode. I hope your cars will be better for it <laughs> in the long run. Um, again, this is Key Items Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed our show for today. As always, I'm your host, James. And, as usual, I am joined by... Dustin. And Arnold. Woot, woot. Thanks for joining us. Catch you later. Bye bye
1: See ya. Yeah.